Temp check. What kind of summer are we having this year? A family road trip summer? A beach bum summer? Or a wake me up when the sun sets summer? With Instacart, choose your own adventure and skip the shopping side quests. Where available, you can get ice cream delivered to your hotel, sunscreen to the pool, or cold brew to your bed. Well, door. In as fast as 30 minutes. Wherever you find yourself this summer, you can get the goods. Download Instacart for free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. Minimum $10 per order. Excludes restaurants. Additional terms and fees apply. This podcast is brought to you by eHarmony, the dating app to find someone you can be yourself with. Why doesn't eHarmony allow copy and paste in first messages? Because you are unique and your conversations should reflect that. eHarmony wants you to find someone who will get you. How are you going to know who gets you if people send you the same generic conversation starters they message everyone else? Conversations that actually help you get to know each other. Imagine that. Get who gets you on eHarmony. Sign up today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hello. Hey. How are you? Are you doing good? Comedy Cabaret. High Top Poker's Restaurant, Doylestown, 25th and 26th of April. By the way, Friday's almost sold out, so just so you know. But there's plenty for Saturday because we have two shows on Saturday. Um, How are you? You know, I'm going to address something. By the way, I'm driving in my car down Crescent Heights on my way to the Improv. I was going to address something, not that it isn't that important, but somebody tweeted, uh, not, not the meanest thing in the world, just like, I was going to go to the show, but, and then they said, at, but I didn't, because I knew at Todd Glass would be there. And I, I said I was going to address this in a tweet. I said, I'm going to address this in the first 30 seconds of my podcast. Who knows if anybody came over to hear what I had to say about it. But I think it's worth it. It'll clear my mind. Um, so, somebody... And you know who you are. They, they, in a loving way, they said, why do you let that bother you? And first of all, the question was not, why don't you like me? Why do you think this sucks? It was, I genuinely wanted to know. Now, again, where I made the mistake is the person that write it, they're not going to say, they're not going to tweet me. Well, here's why I want to let you know. It's not that they don't like me. It's not that they tweet out, man, I get it. There's been performers over the years. By the way, I'm always proud that my mom used to always teach me, don't say hate. You don't mean hate, but you're like, oh, I hate that person. I hate. She goes, you don't, just say you don't hate. Say you dislike. Really? Even though that drove me crazy when she was doing it, it does sound a lot better to say, you know, oh, I really dislike somebody. If, if you know, save the, if you're going to use the word hate, let's, let's say you say, is there ever a time? I don't know. Maybe it's save it for when somebody is doing something egregious, like politically or socially. But even then, dislike works. But anyway, the, the point is that I know that sometimes somebody wants to tweet something and they don't like you. And they, you drive them, you, you, they just rub you the wrong way. And, and they want to 
they want to say it. Maybe it starts up a conversation with somebody else that goes, man, I feel the same way about that person. They come off phony. I get it. Whatever it is, I use that as an example. But why do you want to let me know is what I wanted to know. Now, I get that person isn't going to write me back. But somebody was saying, you know, why does it bother you? And I think it's better. If, if something always bothers you and it makes you punch a hole in the wall, you got to get that under control. I get it if you're just raging about it. But sometimes just admitting that something bothers you a little bit, that's how you get it under control. To when it's there, you acknowledge it, and you try to get it to a good place. And when somebody says nothing bothers me, sometimes you ask somebody that hypothetically, like, does anything bother you? And, you know, and I've used this before when I said to somebody, uh, you know, people shouldn't use the word. I know I'm saying it again. Uh, Any person's being is an adjective. Any person's being is an adjective. And you try to use that old go-to, overdone what if your name was symbolized stupid or dumb or lame? Would that bother you? And they always go, no, it wouldn't. Don't be proud of that. Don't be proud of that. Because it means somewhere, if you're being honest, and I have to take it at face value that you are, it does not bother you. Okay, listen, it shouldn't make you, like I said, punch holes in the wall. But it, it doesn't mean that you can't go, yeah, it bothers me. And that's how you get it to a place of less and less it bothering you. When you just admit it. But when you go, no, it doesn't bother me. No, if my name, instead of uh, for clumsy or stupid or lame, they use my name at my workplace, it wouldn't bother me. Don't brag about that. Because there's an emotional disconnect if you can't go to the place of saying, oh, that would bother me. I'd get it under control. I'd look at the source where it was coming from. Those are the things that after it bothers you, you go to to get out of the funk. You consider the source. You look at some of other comments when it comes to tweeting. And you get to a place where you go, look, 99% of the people, all that stuff you go to, and you should. But in the meantime, don't be proud if you just go, no, I go there right away. Minute, somebody, whatever it is, I, no, no. Then, Then you might need some help. And I know you think, but I need help. It doesn't bother me. Mm, you're either being phony or there's an emotional, because that same emotion, and this is just five and nine psychiatry, that lets you to be the recipient of great, warm, loving things is part of it too. You, 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 when you have that type of emotion in you, it also lets you to be recipient of kind things. So you might block out negative things but you probably block out a lot of other emotions that could be good. So, yeah, the person, and you know who you are, the one person who really from a loving place, I think they have a love-hate relationship with me. Maybe that's the wrong way to say it, but I think they're like, you know, sort of that what I always say, I love Todd Glass, but, like, why does it bother him? Why does it bother him? You know what? As much as I get bothered by that, that's exactly with the same emotion that I'm warmed when somebody says something kind. So, there, I said what I wanted to say. I hope I made myself clear. I feel like I did. Um, So there's that. And, (laughs) oh my God. So today, we talk about it later in the show, but Graham came by with, you know, uh, a crew. They're doing a documentary and podcast. So I I wanted to get Graham on the show a little bit since they were doing the documentary, even though he was here a few weeks ago. So he comes by for about 25, 30 minutes. And then uh, we have a family show with Steve Feinartz. And I 
had a great time. I had a really good time. And uh, by the way, in the show, I'm talking about what's great about podcasting is that you have an endless budget because it's theater of the mind. But then I go, you could have a $20 million budget. And then I didn't mean like because of the bubble machine and the fog machine, because that certainly doesn't cost $20 million. I just meant, you know, like if you have a sketch that needs a helicopter or you need to have a, a car chase on the highway. In real life, you can't shut down the highway, but on a podcast, you know, or radio, it's theater of the mind. So that's what I meant. I'm so paranoid. You'll get to that point and you'll be like, oh, my God. All righty. Um, I think that's it. So, that's it. I just paused it for a second, could you tell? Um, Next week will be a fun show. You're all doing good. I'm doing good. Mm-hmm. 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 All righty. Enjoy the show. Bye. Aristotle, how you doing? Fine. Good to hear it. That was quick the way you did it. I go, how you doing? You were like, fine. Yes. <laughs> I love to make Aristotle have to edit something in. All right. Aristotle, roll in the jingle. Bye. Now entering Nerdist.com. So for people listening, so I don't have to mention it later, they're doing a documentary on podcasting called Earbuds and uh, it's in the pre-show. This is, I didn't think there were going to be this many cameras. You know what happened when I saw you guys come in? I'm like, oh, this is the real deal. Mm-hmm. I got excited. Not I told everyone, go home and put a clean part in your hair. Um, so this is cool. You guys are here. This is fun. So then the coaster? Oh, the coaster. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so this is a, this is the pre-show, everybody. This is What do they call this in the business? There's, this is the, uh, not the pre-show, a cold opening. It's Who cold. made those? Uh, well, the truth is on this here, uh, Aristotle got them for me. But the reason we don't use them always is because it, we get the coasters, not because I give a shit about the table, because when you put a glass down, it doesn't make noise because they're hard coasters. Ah, there you go. What's that? It's a bottle. Test. Oh, yeah, see? You hear that. Even if I did it lightly. may pretend I'm just doing the show. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm taking a drink. But if you have the ones we have that are padded over there, why do you have a root beer over here? Hold, hold it up just for the camera for oh, like okay. so there you go. 30 seconds. Let's lie a little. Yeah, some nice listener sent these in. There's one thing that got sent in, and I don't know who sent it in. And I, I'm going to say it one more time. You see behind me that wooden, it's like a wooden tree. Like they sliced a piece out of a tree, and they carved in the Todd Glass show. And I don't know who sent it. My, went to my manager. She said there's no letter. So on the podcast, like three times, I said, who sent that in? I want to, that's like, that's really that's cool. beautiful. And then the stained glass thing got sent in from, uh, who sent in the stained glass thing? Patrick Roddy. I still look at that and go, the stained glass and the light box. Where's Patrick Roddy? This okay. is the cold opening, folks. We're good. We're good? Yep. All right, so let me put this back over here, the Aristotle's coasters, which he won't shut the fuck up about. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And the, J- and the light box. Patrick Roddy, are you still listening? We still hold you near and dear to our hearts. Are we good? I'm trying to re- forget you guys are here. Did you get your candle back in the right place? <laughs> <laughs> Before the show, because they're... I, you said I won't mention it every two minutes, but because they're shooting and there's like a lot of cameras here, they had to move one of the uh, candles out of the way. And Graham, in a very nurturing way, it worked for me. He goes, Todd, they'll go, they're going to come right back to where they were later. I'm like, oh, they will. You're going to get your puppy back. <laughs> it's okay. It's All not right. going to candle heaven. And I want to thank, I want to start today's show up by thanking Lyricist Joe. Joe, Lyricist Joe, I'm forever indebted for you. Listen, to, it made a new little station identification for us. 
Talk Class Show. What a wonderful way to start each day. Listen to Audio 98. That's, we're not there, but, you know, it doesn't matter. Did you cut it off towards the end? No, it was the whole thing. I just went, oh, yeah. fuck, he's doing a shitty job if he can't fe- feather those out nicely. So, Joe, <laughs> this whole show is dedicated to you today. Let's start. We'll do the intro. Let's do it right, right? We have an intro. Let, uh, let's, let's, let's start the show. A very funny guy, Todd Glass. If you fucking call me back this time, then don't call me ever again, because we're done. The Todd Glass Show launches August 12th. Todd. Hey, it's Zach. Listen, man, I really want to come on the, the podcast. I've got stuff mm-hmm. to promote. Hello, is Graham Elwood there? Yes, he is. Todd Glass. Todd Glass. Ryan Regan. Again. Um, Hello, is Graham Elwood on the show today? To yes, sir. Just hold on one second. We're doing our opening. I don't know. Yeah, is Graham Elwood there? Oh, Graham, the people that know you, they don't leave us alone. They keep calling? Yeah, we don't know how to shut their mic off. What do I fucking need to do? Hello, is Graham Elwood going to be on the show today? The Todd Glass Show can be found at Nerdist.com. Please welcome Todd Glass. From the beautiful last year. That's right, it's a, it's a real show, people. High atop Black Horse Motors. It's the Todd Glass Show. Oh... God damn. Oh, guess who's sitting right across from me, everybody? Graham Elwood. That's Yay! right. Yay! <laughs> I don't know why I did it all Jerry Lewis style. Yay! Yay! I'm doing your show. I'm talking into a microphone one at a time. You know, Graham, I thought of the best way to start the show today. Of course, let's do something. Let's 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 do Oh, <laughs> young Jake Adams solo. Put reverb in his mic. <laughs> I had to do that. I could do that. That's all. I could do that for an hour. Can I tell you the truth? I wor- I'm, to George Carlin, which means the truth on the podcast. Um, uh, I worked out to that. Not worked out to the Jimmy Fallon version. Uh, worked out to us singing along to Jimmy Fallon. For, I'm not kidding you. For like Todd. a month on the treadmill, it just did me. So, it, 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 it. We did that for a half hour, right? So I came on this show in February to help promote the Kickstarter to do the podcast earbuds thing, right? And I think I, I, I said the, the, that song reminded me of an ex, and we were going to watch Silver Linings Playbook, the movie it was in. It was about two broken people, and I connected with this girl, and oh, my God. Like, and we were going to see that movie, and that was going to bring us back together because we were fighting. It didn't happen, so I didn't like that song for a long time. Then my stepmother passed away, and I decided – because my stepmother was a very positive woman despite a hard childhood. I decided like a, maybe a couple weeks before I came on the show, I'm going to start liking that song again. I'm not going to assign any negative stuff to that ex that didn't work out, who kind of, she kind of broke my heart. I'm going to just like that song again. So when I came on this show and we did that for half an hour, 
it was this magical moment. We kept doing it. We weren't even really talking. We were just clucking that song. It was like this awesome moment. And when we were three days away from the Kickstarter, we were 60-some grand out. And I thought, it's not going to fund. And I got angry. And I was like, oh, man, I was bitter. And that nah, doesn't work. And, and, and I thought – and I got clear – Two days out, because it funded on on Monday, February twenty. How much did you you raise? We raised one hundred thirty nine thousand dollars. That's that is. Let me tell you something. I get the chills because that's like, I, I that's amazing. It was that's fucking crazy. Like, <laughs> look, like, look, you. I know you're going to echo exactly what I say. Every fucking person, whether they donated a dollar or whatever, you're like, good for you. You deserve you. Because I watch those shows where they go donate money, and I, I feel like I'm a good person. But to get up and, like, go donate right. a dollar, and that's fucking every – anybody on this show that did it because they heard it, good for you. Because I'm very excited about this documentary. There I was, really am. There was only – there was over 1,600 people that oh, donated. Oh, right. Don't be rude. <laughs> uh, <laughs> there's nothing at all. But I wanted to say this, though. We were, we were, it was like two days out, and I, we, I didn't think we were going to fund. And I came to this, this, this moment of sort of clarity where I went – well, if it doesn't fund, I ha- I did like 20-some interviews, mainly on shows like this with old friends like you, and I had this amazing woman, and I said that that doing the Lumineer song on the Todd Glass show, even if we don't fund, that was one of my favorite moments in podcasting and maybe comedy and maybe up there in the top five moments of my life. It was so cathartic. It was so beautiful, and I came to the – it helped me get to the place of if we don't fund, it's okay. I'm not a failure. My career isn't a I, I, podcasting isn't let me down. And you no. were feeling this way when you had sixty thousand already raised. I know, because Kickstarter is all or nothing. And then when it funded, I would I would listen to this song and I was in tears. So anyway, <laughs> Graham Elwood, ladies and gentlemen, on the Todd Glass Show, America. Like to, Take that, Taliban! I'm so excited to 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 get to your the, the intro for you okay. that I like. I'm a little giddy, uh, and then we have oh, there's so much to do because maybe because they're shooting it today. I'm like excited to get to certain things because I know the crew has to leave in a little while. But um, I also want to say happy birthday. Yesterday was Mr. Rogers' birthday, and um, happy birthday, Mr. Rogers. We talked about it last time on the show. Love that man. Grew up. Yeah. On the show. Did you have that quote by any chance? Is your I phone? Do. What what is that quote? I, by the way, I'm not sure I understand what he means by this. I think I do, but I love this. It's his birthday. I'm not going to play a song, Mister Rogers, because you know you know you don't need it. You have your own orchestra wherever you're at. I'm sure. Um, but a happy birthday, because you know what? You were not forgotten. Everybody wants to believe when they leave this planet. I would like they don't. I don't know what they think once they're gone, but I know you'd like to think that you left this planet. Could be, he might have left this planet with leaving his good. Print was that what you say? Yes, leaving he, his he left a good footprint. I mean, he, he left, left a, a good footprint, yeah. way ahead of his time, mm-hmm. and that's why, like, he that's why even guys though, like us, we were kids watching his show, and that's why I don't know if, like, I don't know, and it's okay if I don't know, if I don't, if I don't know, but these are the only times when I go, oh, I sure hope, like, wherever people are, they can hear what we're saying about them, mm-hmm. but I don't know if they do or they don't, but if they do, it's like I hope he hears this. I no, really I do. know, but uh, what was that that he said? Shut the fuck up. You fucking idiot. You fuck you. Fuck you. I knew you'd ruin this. I knew you'd ruin I told you to fucking bring no cameras here. Not a lot. You said you were going to bring one handle with a whole crew. Your fucking face ruined one of the cameras. Yeah, you know what? That's. Love isn't a state of perfect caring. 
It is an active noun-like struggle. To love someone is to strive to accept that person exactly the way he or she is, right here and now. Now, that's when I realized. Bitch. Like, what if that was it? <laughs> like, he just somebody, like, ruins it. After all that. Yeah. <laughs> Bitch. God bless America. I'm President Kennedy, and my part in my hair is better than anybody's ever in the entire world. Look at my part. Look at it. Sure, I'm ready to run the free world. If you had a part like this and thick hair, you'd run the country. God forbid, even if I wasn't here anymore, just a picture of my hair could bring people comfort. Maybe that's just me. Um, <laughs> so happy birthday, Mr. Rogers. You are you so thought of and, and so wonderful, and so I'm so in awe of you. And, and uh, so there's that, Mr. Rogers. And then... I get. Oh yeah. The other thing was I realized that Mr. Rogers' statement, no great statement to me, does anybody any justice unless you clarify it a little. No disrespect to Mr. Rogers, but that says people, if they love you, they respect you exactly the way they are. Well, there's some person out there in podcast land uh, thinking, yeah, see, you know, I'm I cheat on you. That's the way I am. No, that's not what that means. It just means the, the who you were born you're good yeah fuck it i don't tired of explaining myself um okay so we got that that was the worst okay here's what i want to do i think i have by the way okay finish a sentence i'm really working on that i really am i know that people that even like the show go todd just finish we don't mind you go out of order finish sentences and i'm and i'm and it's and i try i really do and not only do i try i'm going to get better at it but i am excited to play your intro. I've never got to the intro this quick before. But I'm like literally like I want to do it and then we're going to and then we'll then we'll uh, right, then we're going right. to start the show. So hold on. Where do we start? Let's start. Okay, with just um what was his old thing we played last week? What was the his his intro? What was that like that that Lyricist Joe sent in? What was that? Cuz that was pretty good. The new one for Lyricist Joe. There's I put the ones on the board from last time he was here. What were the last ones? Let's hear the last time. When we're here in the studio, sometimes I find it hard to hear them. But when I listen later, I hear it. So he always brings his palm strike back. I didn't know what it was. Okay, so let's. What was it? Was there an? Uh, what's the? Is there another one? We've got a returning guest today. You know him from comedy film nerds. This was nice. And the L.A. Podfest. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for our good friend. Graham Elwood, Graham Elwood, back on the show. That was last time. Now this time, we have something else. Let's bring a lot of reverb in all our mics. Guys, don't be afraid over there to come over here to this mic if you need to, but you won't be able to hear. Just do it into the air. Let's uh, let's try it. Here we go. Does anybody in the room play the trumpet? Do you play the trumpet? 
Can you go get your trumpet if you happen to bring it? Can we lay in a little betting music to continue this Graham solo here? Take it home, Gabe, into the air. Grandma would, everybody. It was a little chaotic. Uh, Hope you felt loved. Couple of notes. <laughs> uh, no, that was, dude, every time I come on, you guys, this is the greatest thing. Were there bubbles in my hair? I love that you're doing a podcast. You're doing an audio podcast, and yet you still have bubbles and a strobe machine and a fog machine. I got it, I got it, I got it. And Todd, you got to make sure it's unplugged correctly. But by the way, that I didn't mention this in the, in the uh, interview before the show, but... Uh, Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. There we go. So bright. Um, That's another thing that I love about podcasting. And and again, it reminds me uh, that... uh, Where are you going? I'm just kidding. Um, (laughs) It reminds me of uh, what you said, that you can relearn what you love about this this vehicle so much, is that... um, Theater of the mind, I, said, I heard that expression years ago, but I didn't know what it meant. There's no budget in theater of the mind. A lot of times when I was writing sketches, when I would shoot my own shorts, I would always tease Tom Martin. i go, Tom, you have like a helicopter. I can't. But theater of the mind, no bullshit. There is no budget. For every sketch, there's a, there's a limited – can we have $30 million? Yeah. We need a helicopter? That's a helicopter sound. So there's an endless budget in podcasting when you're doing sketch because it's theater of the mind. So, oh, how much do we need for this sketch? Oh, for this sketch, we need, uh, we need to whatever we need, $20 million budget. It's endless. So the listening audience, you know, they know because we put up pictures. They get what's going on in here. They get there was a bubble machine. By the way, today we got a new smoke machine. And then I got a, a strobe light. So there was a strobe light. There was a bubble machine. I, had, I don't have it all mounted yet, but it's all good. That was awesome, man. I'm exhausted. Can we take a break? <laughs> Here's what I really like to do, and I don't know what you sh- – yeah, you, we can do whatever we want. I'm, gonna, I'm going to um, do the uh, – uh, have you done Preston and Steve in Philadelphia? Yeah, yeah. I love that show. I, I, I'm so glad you're saying it. What if you didn't like them for some reason? But I realized why they're so special, Preston and Steve, is because um, to me, a radio station gets an A-plus when they're just good interviewers, mm-hmm. when they let you do your thing and they're just recipients uh-huh. of it and they laugh. That's an A. That's an A. But the reason they go past that, what radio station do you go to? Because I don't want to like, insult a lot of them. They're not going to hear this. But there's very few that make you laugh. Right. You're, and that's what I realized. Like, when I do Preston and Steve, it's like, oh, fuck, you leave. And you're, they let you be funny. Mm-hmm. And then they also are funny themselves. So you leave. And your face Fucking hurts. You have a good time. There's so many, and it, uh, there's so many morning radio shows that we've all done where you're like, oh my god, like you had to struggle just to get the the club info in to, to help sell tickets, and it's like, oh. or they don't listen while they're while they're, uh, while they're interviewing you. They're looking at something that they're going to do the next segment, and right. they rush you out of there. They make you feel at home, and then they, and you know, then they're funny, and it's just a great. It's, that's the type of show that will be on for a long time, and I'll tell you why. Because they grow and they're evolved and they're silly, but yet they're not afraid to be serious. Those shows have a long shelf and life. And they converted. They 
release their show as a podcast that you can download. So now they've expanded their fan base because they've been guests on like Doug Loves Movies and stuff. So they've grown their fan base just outside of the Philly area. So let's take a break, a, a real break, and then I'm going to have a little fresh air. And then, uh, uh, um, well, let's listen to this and then we'll take a break, okay? Okay. Uh, this is something that Lynn did for Preston and Steve. Uh, we sent them a little love their way. So I'm excited to see you guys. I'll be at the Comedy Cabaret the 25th and the 26th in High Top Poco's Restaurant in Doylestown. And then I'm going to see Preston and Steve. So I'm very happy. So well, here we let, go. Let me, can I get this, this plug in? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, we're, we're obviously shooting the, the podcasting documentary, Earbuds the Podcasting Documentary. You can go to our Facebook fan page. <laughs> Play it again. And what did that say? You, you you understand what that says? Earbuds. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, Maybe yeah. I have a shit in my ears. And it's uh, and we're also on Twitter at Earbuds Pod Movie. Um, so we're doing fan. Wait, interviews. Earbuds Pop Movie. Pod, what is it called? Pod movie. Earbuds. There we go. Okay, well, what did you want to say? So we're doing um, – we want to interview any fans. So we've set up two times, uh, March 30th at the Hollywood Improv, which is 8162 Melrose Avenue. This Sunday, March 30th from 1 to 5 p.m., come down and just tell us why you love podcasting. It's a quick 5-10 minute interview. Uh, and then April Sunday, April 6th at the Nerdmount Theater, same time. 1 to 5 p.m. This info, of course, is on our Facebook fan page. So please come down March 30th and April 6th and just tell us how, why you love podcasting. I love it. And you'll get to be, maybe you'll be in the final cut of the documentary. When's this documentary going to be done? 2088. <laughs> um, no, I'd say in about a year. I'd say January, February of, of 15, hopefully. I'm very excited. The last documentary that I really enjoyed was probably The Bitter Buddha, directed by Steve Finance, who's going to be on the show today. Oh. We have part B today. Steve, is, Steve Finance is here. Um, also, the always exciting Nick is here. Aristotle's here. Young Jake Adams here. Graham Elwood. And we're, so we are going let, to... Let's send a little love over to Preston and Steve and the whole gang over there, and then we'll come back and we'll do a little more, and we'll do a lot more, and everything's great. Preston and Steve, here we go. Preston and Steve What you do to me
Oh my God. So everyone packed up here. Let me explain what happened. I'll probably explain this in the opening of the show. So you just, you heard it already, or should I say it now too? No, they'll figure it out. Um, no, you know what? I feel more comfortable saying it now. I don't know why, even though I'm going to say it on the opening of the show too, but I think people, when they get to this point of show, they'll know that's where I was at mentally. Um, so they did the documentary, as you heard on the opening, a little bit. So Graham really was, you know, uh, was going to be a family show today, but they were shooting the documentary. I said, and Graham has done like three already. I said, so just come by and we'll do like twenty minutes with you, and then we'll, uh, and then we'll just do a fam. <laughs> Gabe dropped his trumpet, mm. <laughs> which is the truth. <laughs> Gabe dropped his trumpet and made a loud sound in the background and brought this show to a grinding halt. I don't know if we're going to dig out of this. He recovered nicely, though. Pussy. A pussy. Because Gabe is French. Pussy. Pussy. Was that the type of show we have? Okay, so listen. Um, <laughs> well, here's a new thing. I always give you a thumb. I'm going to start giving you thumbs up whenever I do anything like, is that the type of show we have? But thumbs up means that's exactly what I wanted you to do. So, pussy. Come on, seriously, don't be, don't do that. It's not that type of show. And then picture me at home giving him thumbs up. Like, that's what I'm doing. But I play it, you know, play it. What's wrong? Steve, you look like you got something did, on your mind. Did he say pussy? Yeah, pussy. Pussy. No, no he said pushy. I thought he said pussy. No, pushy. He's talking about people in line at the grocery store. Play do it again. again. He yeah, goes, do it again. Oh, you're pushy. Yeah. yeah, do it again. Pussy. No, he said pussy. Yeah, get out of he my did. way. He said pussy. Well, listen, I got a show to do. What kind of show is this? But, you know, how dare you? You blame me. It's your, your, you're the guest. So anyway, here's what happened. So it was going to be a family show, and Steve Finearts is here. Gabe is back. He had an operation. He couldn't play the trumpet. I don't even want to ask him about it. It sounds, you know, personal. Um, something, he had some mouth lesion or something. I can only imagine what happened, but he was out. But Gabe is here, and we're always happy to have him. I mean... Show show your abilities on that trumpet so people know. Like, really do one of those things where you go bump, ba da da bum ba. Like, really put some reverb and play into that mic right there. Because uh, to George Carr, and I like it's like amazing. You pick, you look like a stoner. You're sitting here, well, because you smoke a lot of pot, and uh, and then you but you pick up that trumpet and it's like put a little put a lot of reverb in that mic. Play a little ditty that you're comfortable playing. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> so great. Yeah. We, you set the bar high for trumpet players. <laughs> because, you know, your friend was in here, and he's like, I heard the other trumpet player. Jesus. He didn't say that. But he should have. Um, so anyway, uh, 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 Graham Elwood is, is gone, and they, clo- and they close it up. And that was interesting. I felt that very cathartic to do the interviews about why podcasting, you know, all the questions, why it's cool, why you love it. I found it very cathartic answering all those questions. And I'm really excited about this documentary. I really am. I, think it's, I can't believe he raised that much money. That's awesome. Okay, so let's not talk about the podcast on the podcast too much more. So the listeners are with us. Um, you're good. Now I feel like I'm restarting. Like, to be honest, now I feel like, like that was just that. And now this is we're here with the family, and we're going to have a great time. Aristotle off the air was uh, telling us about um, what were you talking about? You were talking about a lot of things. Wow. Gotta, he wanted to take uh, over uh, his uh, audience. Oh, he was talking <laughs> <Yeah>. about <laughs> And then, by the way, I wish that I was uh, I wish that I was lying with what I'm about to say, but I'm actually not lying. Um uh but but after that story, uh, Jake's going to tell us a story about a girl that gets paid to play with a pussy. <laughs> J-M-P. 
You know what? I don't like that. I'm that not jingle gonna... or the girl? No. The... <laughs> <laughs> now I have to leave. <laughs> I don't like the girl that plays with her pussy. No, if a girl wants to play with her pussy, you got to let them. It's nature. Girls want to do what girls want to do. You know? The Todd Glass Show, the Todd Glass Show. Big K in Kansas City. KMBC, the Big K in Kansas City. KMBC, something's happening all the while. In the center of the dial on KMBC. The Todd Glass Show, the Big K. Thank you. We're back. This is Todd Glass sitting here. Our guest tonight is Steve Finearts, the always interesting Aristotle. I'm Todd Glass. Across from me is Jake on the trumpet, doing a fine job all the time. But we're going to go back and say that's Gabe on trumpet. And Gabe, give me a little bit something. Really, put a lot of reverb in his mic. A lot of it. Don't fuck around with that reverb, Aristotle. Man, you know what? It's not six as hard as I tits. thought. Oh, thank you. <laughs> you play six tits. You say six tits on there. Hold on. And then you you take it home with like a ba 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 whatever you feel appropriate. Six tits, then to you. Six tits. <laughs> that sounds like what the respect of the sick tits you deserve. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Do it again. You show that to sick tits and tell Linda, listen to the show. We take his jingles <laughs> and we really, we play the, tr- we tribute, we, uh, we, you know. J- Seems like he's just throwing them out. Well, because, yeah, you know, he's very jealous of Lyricist Joe. No, he's not. Joe, don't even get that in your head. Because uh, I know you. Why is not Jingle Joe, by the way? Is because it's, it's, he's, uh, What happened? What happened? <laughs> I want to know what the fuck happened. Todd. Todd. <laughs> What the fuck happened? <laughs> okay, we just thought he deserved because he does more than just jingles. He like he writes these songs. Sometimes okay. they're parodies. Sometimes they're jingles. Sometimes they're his own songs. Okay. So we th- lyricist Joe. It was a listener. That's right. it was I a think listener. I missed that episode. When well, was, you, I don't know. Well, you don't miss the episodes when we talk about you. We'll oh, talk you missed about it. Now you get to call Mister Lyricist Joe. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. See what you get through there, ladies and gentlemen. Please welcome Mister Lyricist Joe. Um, lyricist Joe. <laughs> That's all I got. All right, so listen. Let me let me keep the show running. Nice. For the record, I love lyricist Joe. I know I you, you to, didn't. You just asked how it went be, from Jingle yeah, Joe. I don't need this. I don't need lyricist Joe mad at me. Hello, everybody. God, you're good. Gabe, you know what? You just hit the fuck, man. That's a, that's a, I love it. Love it. What do you do, Aristotle? <laughs> Sit over there and pick shit out of your pussy. <laughs> what is he, Aristotle, Aristotle. $200 an hour, this guy? You know what? <laughs> I give him, here's how much I think the listening audience is deserving of him. I, he, every time he plays something, and don't get carried away, I have to give him 50 bucks. So last time it cost me a thousand bucks to have him on the show. It's great, and he gets fresh air, and he gets to hang out. Yeah, like if I say time. this, I go. Remember the hospital bit that he used to do, where he used to sit in the hospital room in the emergency ward, and then when people said, "I'm sorry, your grandmother didn't make it through the night," and then he plays this, you know. Well, this is he gets money for this right now. Even to give it as an example, I'm not even really doing the bit. I'm referencing the bit. I go, remember that? He'll do a little version. And I have to pay 50 bucks. So it would be like, oh, remember when the hospital? Oh, I'm sorry, your grandmother didn't make it through the night, and then he would play this. Yeah, that I had to pay him fifty bucks for that. <laughs> All right, let, let me keep the show running nice. 
What does that mean? Can I say <laughs> that people need to also do, uh, give money to the PayPal? I think that's important. No, no, I mean, no, yeah, no, no, they don't. I wanna, no, they I don't. Say I don't want to make. Please, I, Steve, coming from me. Steve, no, no, no. I need leave to people this. alone. That's uh, what I say. People no, send it in. It's, I don't want to be that. You know, I'm watching a show and they go, no, no. Now it looks like I'm doing a bit to George Conn. Right. I'm not. So if we move right. on, everyone S, will know I'm being S genuine. Arts, PayPal S Fine Arts at Yahoo.com. <laughs> oh, my, for you. Oh, I didn't know you meant for you. Yeah. Oh, you mean for like food and shit? Yeah. Oh, you gotta support. Yeah, please. You gotta support. We have to make a sequel to the Bitter Buddha. You gotta. You gotta. You know. You got. Life can't get better than. The unborn grass lies waiting for his coat to turn to green The snowbird sings a song he always sings And speaks to me of flowers that will bloom again in spring When I was young my heart was young then too Anything that it would tell me that's the thing that I would do Jake, Jake, yes. I'm not joking around. I'm. I'm. Thank God we have a safe word on the show. I swear to God. But you gotta don't play that song, please. I'm asking. Oh, you, you mean this one? I just want to make sure. Is it this one? Hold on. Let me. I think it's this one. Hold on. I'm sorry. I'm not even joking around. Steve, is this the one that I was didn't want him to play? No. What's that? Yeah, not that one. Don't okay. do it. I'm not. Hey, look at me. Look at me. Look at me. Look at me. Seriously, I'm not bullshitting around. Look at me. I'm looking right Oh, my at God. You. Why are you looking at me? You attracted to me? That's <laughs> <laughs> how I trick you. <laughs> what the fuck? Did you, how'd you find this? You know what? Both of you. <laughs> Both of you. Like, you're in it. Like, it's not all my doing. You and now Gabe on the trumpet. I can't take it anymore. Like, like really in real life, like, if I wouldn't be able to, like, get you to stop doing that. Like, during the day, I go, guys, if I was like, like, we picture today. Picture today during the day I'm talking to you. And I go, Jake, no bullshit. Like, and, and, you know, any decent, sane person would know I was being serious. I go, but you don't. You listen to me. But picture of three o'clock this afternoon. And I mm -hmm. went seriously. The bit with and I and I loved it the first show. And I don't want to inhibit you, but you can't. Like I want to end that bit. I'm just tired of it. I don't know why. So can you please not do that anymore? And you say, Yeah, sure. I won't do that anymore. <laughs> You know what? I don't appreciate the disrespect. I right, listen. Okay, so so everything's. I'm in a very good mood right now. I really am in a great mood. I told Jake today, and then we're going to find out about Aristotle's. Uh, do you have that make a big deal about nothing music, Paul Anka? I didn't. I didn't. Hear. We're going to uh, hear about Aristotle. How he uh, was. Uh, uh, I liked. It's a tease in the business. Yeah. But Aristotle, we're going to, in about a minute, we're going to go over to Aristotle, and he's going to tell us about when he used to listen to the first podcast. Yeah. He's got a story about that. Paul Anka, that story. <laughs> From now on, whenever I want that, it'll, I'll go like this, and you'll know what I mean. Okay. <laughs> okay so, uh, so anyway, but I want to let, I want to try to, you know, uh, have an order. Maybe there's someone listening to the show. They're going, 
you know, I got to give it to Todd. He's really trying to. People are okay with the organized chaos, but he's trying. That's why in a situation like this, I say to you, we were about ready to talk to something about you. What was it? Was there something? I think you're going to. About the date I went on recently. Oh, you went on a date. Now, are you comfortable uh, talking about this? Yeah. By the way, can we tell the audience that I, because of me, that you have now a darkness in your room? Because that's the way it all started. <laughs> well, for a while, I didn't have uh, a blind in my window. And he, and he told oh, wow. people he was, he goes, did you ever lie about something? Because you didn't want to look like you were just, tell, tell me what you yeah. told me. Yeah. Because uh, I didn't have a blind and I just didn't go out and get one. Yeah. And then yeah. one time I had a girl stay over. Whoa. <laughs> All the time. Whoa. Seriously, like, all the time. Yeah. Whoa. Okay, okay, okay. It's not okay, but yeah, okay. So I had her stay over for brunch, and then she left right after. Okay. Um, I love that you go right back to it. That's so important for bits. I want to reward you for it. In the future, I won't comment on it. But go. <laughs> go. Keep going. But yeah, okay. So she actually had. Uh, she stayed over, mm-hmm. and the next morning. Can, can I? Can I do something? I want to – by the way, I'm not kidding. To George Carlin, I'm giving you an A+. Plus. I fucked it up that you knew what to do instinctually. But I'm well, gonna... actually, instinctually, I was making a joke because you guys were like, oh. I was like, yes, you are just over for lunch. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, but now I do know what you're saying. But now let's commit. So when we do that, oh, may pretend we just got done a literally a seven-minute oh, and then you go right back to the story. That's always the best for comedy. Like it's like – you don't, oh, yeah. yeah so, that, that, okay, uh, so here we go. I Say was you out late up. last – uh, the other night and a girl I met her at the bar and then I, she came back to my house and she stayed over I hook up all the time oh ladies watch out Jake Once Adams is here Whoa! pretty good looking guy so you know yeah. ah, take it home I mean, do you really need the disco light for So at 7 a.m. the next morning, when the sun started to come up, immediately both of us woke up. And, I mean, yeah, we didn't get that much sleep. Can I tell you, I got to stop. I love that Jake directed us. He goes, I didn't get that much sleep. And then he goes like this with his hands. Whoa. He made his his hands. None of us doubted that his hands meant Whoa! Because he just swirled his hands around yeah. like in yeah. front of him. Okay, so you, so the girl sleeps over, and you tell her in the morning, yeah, why don't you have a shave? as soon as the sun comes in, well, yeah, as soon as the sun comes in, we both wake up, and she's like, why don't you have a blind in your bedroom? Uh, correct answer, because I'm, like, super lazy and poor. But the, <laughs> I told her, you know how, like, you just, like, make up, a, like, a little, like, white lie to girls or whatever? Yeah. I just said that because I don't like waking up past the sun. Yeah, he's so motivated. That's why he doesn't have a shade. He's full of you shit. You know, it was good. When though. The, when the, was, oh, light. by the way, you're right. Yeah. That's a great. That's, that's great. I wouldn't have thought of that. that when the light comes yeah. in, you know, you know it's time mm-hmm. to get up. Other yeah. people are up. So she what she say? Yeah, she bought it, oh, and then wow. she slept in the sun. And then you <laughs> went out to. Hours, and then yeah. you. But was weird. Was she slept in the sun? 
And then you wake up and you went to. Uh, could we talk uh, about the, the silliness <laughs> that we were talking about, but in a mature way? Yeah. Because well, you said, what does she do? She. Um, oh, okay. Well, I was going to say right after she. I don't want in, any editing. You know how you know when you don't really like, like you know, it's not going any further. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. Because you I said went to out, me, I went out right. Away. I was like, I'm going to go get some coffee, and then this is. I don't feel good about. It, but then I just had pancakes at a diner by myself while she slept. <laughs> In my oh bed. God! <laughs> but he, but he's but she was tired. She was tired. Yeah, yeah, yeah she was tired. Because, she was, well, I don't want to say why she was tired. Whoa! <laughs> Hold on. There was something specific that you talked about. You go. We don't have a lot to talk about, and it gets less every time. Oh yeah, I feel like every time I hang out with her, we have less in common. <laughs> like less in common. Okay. Okay, okay, less to talk about isn't as funny. Less in common. How do you have less in common? Because the more that person talks, the more you figure out that oh, you don't even have that in common. I thought you did, and then they'll say something out of the blue or like oh my god now we have less in common than we did two weeks ago because i'm learning some of your view indirectly yes. you know yeah, when yeah. people she's, talk they express their views she was telling me stories about how she went out a couple nights before and did all these crazy things and was up until like mm-hmm. two in the afternoon and in my mind i mean when you're in with her you're after like being like oh that's great but in my mind i'm like oh bummer yeah. you know why are you doing those things you know what uh, but watch ever- your mouth watch your mouth yeah <laughs> <laughs> funny Oh, I have that on last week's. Sorry. You do? Yeah. So the long and short of it is that Jake proposed to her and he's getting married. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best. Long story short, Jake proposed. So anyway, wedding, bum, bum, bum. What's the wedding thing? How's that go? Who owns that? Well, how's that go? That's public domain. How's I the think, wedding right? thing go? It's like, bum, 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 bum. Bum, bum, bum. See if you can mimic me. Bum 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 bum, bum 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 bum, bum 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 bum. Ah, oh, these two people are going to be together for about a year. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, you know, but if I, but seriously, what were you saying about the coke? You're coked up. <laughs> well, I no, I just want to. I, I mean, I need something strong. Like I don't. I don't know about that. Uh, no, you but, said something before no. that. You made a point about what were you just talking about? Seriously. I couldn't believe my voice got that high. Actually, that was a strain. But do you? I knew you were coming. I'd bake the cake. That's right. You're going to hear more of this this week. If you were coming, I would have got some blinds. Got some blinds. Let's say, now what I have in my room? If I knew you, oh, what do you have in your room now? Well, I told you that story, and you, I feel like you felt bad, so you gave me a shower curtain. <laughs> well, it's a very thick shower yeah, curtain. It's, it's like one of those turry, uh, what are they called? They, they, they make also uh, turry cloth. So yeah. it's big and thick, and I knew no light would come with it, even yeah. though it's white. And I had it folded up yeah. in my closet uh, with all my sheets. It was a dollar ninety nine. No, 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 no. Excuse oh. me. Oh, I'm sorry. Wait. You know what? How much was it? You're serious. <laughs> seriously. Have a little respect when I'm about to. I knew you were coming. I had to bake the cake. Bake the cake. Bake the cake. If I knew you were coming, I had to bake the cake. Cut this is better than real life. <laughs> Because I would love when I was hanging out to have Jake there to score the night. And that's like, you get to be silly, and then just out of nowhere, like, I can go, uh, you know what? Uh, let, take it away, Elvis. We'll be right back. Take it away. Yeah, that's right, everybody. Born in the heat of the desert. 
My mother died giving me life Deprived of the love of a father Bullshit, I can sing like Elvis. Cause this time play him now, see if you see a difference. And don't lie to me. I want to know the truth. Play him. Beneath this snowy mantle, cold and no, not that. <laughs> you got me, motherfucker. <laughs> okay, good for you. Good for fucking you. I celebrated. I wanted to plow past it, but you got me. To George Carlin. I was like, you motherfucker. I was so on alert tonight. God damn it. And by the way, for the for people listening, which is mostly everybody, I talked about this before we started the show. Can you blindside me with some Anne Murray stuff? But there you go. Let's celebrate this, okay? Come on. Beneath this snowy mantle, cold and clay. Elvis Presley. The unborn grass lies waiting for its cold to turn. Thank you very much. Uh, thank you. Hey, uh, thank you. Uh, hey, oh, hey, hey, Mary, it's Elvis Presley. You mind if I do your uh, song about the snowbird there, baby? I think I could do a good version of that. How you doing, Ann Murray? All right, listen, enough with that. I have a professional show I run here. I, I want to get serious for a little while, but I want to make sure I want to. About fucking time. Let's do it. Let's get fucking <laughs> yeah. serious. I don't have time. No one shit. says that. No one says that. Yeah. 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 That time we got serious and brought the show to a grinding halt. You know what? It's about time because I've been having nothing. Oh my God! Is that who is that? Is that iffy? Is that? Is that? I won't a dog. Make, you a, know what a joke a I. You know who I want. He's got a dog with him. That's all. It's a, oh, there's somebody. Oh. Got, I love oh, it, Jake. Jake. There's a guy outside. Oh, my God. Is he in a bear outfit? He is in a bear outfit, yeah. Seriously, I can't see over there. Do you mind describe to me Describe to me what we're, I'm looking there's at? There's a bear walking a dog. Oh, my God. There's a bear. Shut the fuck up. With a poodle. With a big poodle. There's a bear. Folks, to, swear to God. Swear to God. There's a bear. Is Wait, that a real oh, yeah, bear? Or? The, the dog's walking the bear, and the bear's tugging on the leash. The dog is walking. Hold on. Is that a real bear or someone in a bear it costume? It looks like a real bear. That, that's, in all fairness, from here, that's... that. Okay, that's definitely you a real bear. You don't see that that often. No, that's a real bear. Again. I just saw the trainer. So that's a real bear. And then who's walking the bear? Is that a poodle on a tiny legs? <laughs> yeah, with the poodle. Okay, a, now who's poodle? I'm not outfit on the poodle? Am I crazy or is that? So you got the bear yeah. and the seeing eye dog poodle walking yeah. on a tiny leg. So it's a seeing eye dog, but it walks on a tiny leg. Kind of big white poodle. Oh, the bear's blind. And then the trainer is behind him and he's like a conductor. Like conducting the, oh the, my the God. And who's, what's the cat? Why are they all following the cat? Oh, the, the cats? The oh, they're all blind. The cat's the only one with vision. Oh, the cat's a seeing eye cat for the it's bear and the dog. seeing eye cat for the there's bear and ten, the dog. There's about ten mimes just following them. Oh, my God. Look look at that. What's that say on a big billboard? The Bitter Buddha. Absolutely. All right, all right listen. Let's start the show. Um, <laughs> so, so, so I'm going to the... Uh, Oh wait! You talked about the girl. You, I don't want to talk about it anymore. About I think we. I don't want to get personal. You know what she does. I don't want to make it look like I'm judging it. Yeah, I mean, plays with her pussy. Listen, <laughs> listen. 
Seriously. Jake, so uh, young Jake Aristotle. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Young Jake Aristotle. Aristotle, I don't know why. I thought this, I don't know why. I love that you told us this before the show, but tell everybody, well, exactly what you were telling me. You used, what's the first podcast you ever listened to? Um, I'm not a, I'm not 100% sure this was the, I know the first podcast I listened to was Nerdist. <clears throat> uh, and I believe the first episode was Greg Proust. Wait, hold on. Wait, Why what? are you out of breath? Because I was too. <laughs> well, he didn't say, I thought he was going to say the Todd Glass show. I, was, oh, no, 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 no. I knew he wasn't. I knew he wasn't. I knew he wasn't. I wouldn't. That would be self-indulgent if I made him <laughs> tell the story about how this was the best podcast in the entire <laughs> Don't fuck with our glass. Is it don't still number one, though? Him. Is it still number one? I just the podcast. The Todd Glass Show. Voted number one by the Podcasters Association of America. We'll take a break. We'll be right back. You listen to The Todd Glass Show. We'll be back. If you live in Kansas City, then you know. That's right, America. These jingles are somewhat hijacked. Get it? We I take jingles that are yeah. that I heard and then from old AM stations. I Google, I uh, YouTube them, and then and then lyricist Joe just crams the Todd Glass show in there. So I love it. Play it. Play it. Up. <laughs> Nobody would know. Nobody would know. You think it's all right? It's, it's perfect. It sounds amazing. <laughs> Play that one again. I love it. That's the best. It's. I love that you can. It, it, it's. I've never heard a beautiful, more laid in. There's no. There's no abrupt sound at it. Mm-hmm. The the sound just flows. He took the theme of that jingle and he feathers into my name magically. And his voice is perfect. Like but, it's perfect pitch. It's great. It's, yeah. He he mimics. Yeah. The uh, I sent him like fifty old jingles. I I, I YouTube like uh, old. Uh, I yeah. forget what I put in there, but we put in something basically. Uh, yeah, retro old jingles, and then it feathers into what he does with no glitch. But yet, you know where it is, and there's something magical about going. Ah, we just stole your fucking jingle, <laughs> asshole. <laughs> It's not the Tagalash Show. That's why it's funny to say, no, 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 no. This is not the Tagalash Show. This is a jingle for WWDB in Philadelphia. And then we go, hey, by the way. And then we're like, it's the Tagalash Show. People are like, no, it wasn't. Play it again. What if the the Kansas City WWD is listening to our jingles and taking them? Oh, my God. I didn't think about that. That would, you know what? I know what you mean. That would be like, uh, (laughs) give me me something. Um, um, (laughs) Old jingle. The Todd Glass Show. He listens number one by the Podcasters Association of America, and that's why he listens to Kim and Nancy. You know, <laughs> you know maybe they have a podcast. Ninety-four point one. Yeah, Kim and Nancy <laughs> voted number one by the guy who was voted number one by. That's right. Oh, when this is a true story. Oh, hold on. Stay focused. So when you were listening. You gotta give me a little credit. I'm yeah. really doing. Yes. When you were listening to the doing podcast, so what happened? You heard Katie mention one day the yeah, good interviewer um, moves them along in their boring <laughs> stories. A good well, interviewer. Well, no, you were listening to Greg Proops. <laughs> uh, Sweep that Katie yeah. in there. Okay, think, go ahead. Well, the first I was just mentioning that because we were talking about the first time listening to podcasts, but then like a few episodes in, there was an intro where Chris Hardwick uh, 
puts reference Ab- to Katie. He, well, he puts her on the mic and he's talking to her, and oh, I was like, "This is our, day. our audio engineer." And I was like, "Oh man, Katie, one day, Katie, I have that job." Like not in a in a horribly mean way, but he's now like, here I am. One day, yeah. Like, Aristotle, 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 Aristotle. And who would have thought one day you'd have your own jingle? Exactly. <laughs> he pushed her down the stairs. I swear to God. <laughs> I swear to God, I saw it. He goes. He pushed her down the stairs just because oh, he's going to get her job. Absolutely. Aristotle, did you so? So, by the way, to George Carlin, did you really have that thought? Like, I yeah. want, I want that job. I remember being in the restroom and like having my phone on the on the sink and. It- Hold on. Let's show him the respect he deserves. So. Yeah. God Aristotle, did you ever think that? Okay, so you said to George Carlin, that means we can really uh, like like grit or bite our teeth into this th- thinking of this. So you know whether or not, silly or not, you to George Carlin went. You thought that'd be a job I'd want to do. Yeah, and then I one mean, day I, I always wanted to put some reverb it. in your mic if you'd like because you deserve it with this story. <laughs> I always thought that I would one day be an audio engineer. But I never thought that I would one day be an audio engineer for the Nerdist Network, working for Todd Glass on the Todd Glass Show! (laughs) When Aristotle just talked... How come he always gets to be the one that doesn't do anything... When he does it, it's like, Perfect. oh, he's not, he doesn't normally go there. He's not usually silly like that. And then all of a sudden, it's like a treat. But that's really who you know he why? is. That's he, who he is when he gets comfortable. He gets it. He, does, he, he gets, gets it. it. He does bits. Sure. You know what? If I, seriously, and I'm not just saying this, I, I, I would have. If I knew you were coming, I, 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 I just didn't want to. If I knew you were coming. I don't know how to say it. I knew Seriously, don't play that song. Anymore. <laughs> I make you get it. I make you. I, I knew what happened. He just took. He didn't have it on the board. So when I went to play it, because I didn't tell him we were doing it. So then when I went to play it, he has to go find it on another board. And then I made him find it. And I saw him scrambling over there, so I could play it for two seconds. Oh, you, li- oh, you like playing games, do you? That's a great song. I love that song. Where's the French song? The nice French song. You know who wrote this song? Who? Eddie Pepitone. Eddie Pepitone. Eddie Pepitone wrote this song. It doesn't sound like him. I swear to God. Hold on, I think we could sing this. Put, turn that off. Now put in some reverb in my mic, a lot. Give me, can you give me some of the same background music that they had on theirs? Jake, can you try it? Is that... I'm more of an alto, alto. No, you have to go high. All right, it's not going to be great, but here we go.
my God, Jake, I give you an A+. Plus. That was. I hope people that listen can hear how wonderful that was. You really committed. And now we turn the mic over to Steve Fine Arts. That was gorgeous. That was gorgeous. You went for the little bit of a lower note. Okay. No, no. Uh, okay. Don't move your mic. Keep it where it's at. Play the music. Keep it right where it was at. Keep it. Put, put it back. Put it. Straighten it up towards you. And then you move into the mic. Okay. Go ahead. It's now uh, Nick is coming over. Put a lot of reverb. Let's turn the music off. I want to hear the reverb in that mic. Test it for reverb. You ready? It's good. Oh yes. Good. All right. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> Whooping cough. You're not going to disrespect the beautiful song like that. I'm sorry. Oh my God. It seems. Do you really have a, a cough? It's disrespectful, isn't it? Well, I mean, you know, you it's don't. T- well, in his I defense, don't know what's going to get in his, us. In his defense, it's a tough note to hit. It is, but it seemed like I don't know what's. I mean, to I get mean, that out of our head, I don't know what it's going to take. It's so rude. I mean, I, it did, is. I did a good job. This is some of the stuff that I. Oh, Steve, did you do yours? Ooh, did you want to try? I did, yeah, I went. Let's let's hear. I I don't. I didn't go fair share around the whole room. Oh, yours was deep. You were yeah, like, well, uh, let me try it for a little bit. Let me hear Anne Murray. Those other people that did it again. The real French song. The real people. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm trying to learn. That's me. All right, I learned enough. Now let's play the betting. Oh, it's hard. You try it, uh, uh, young Aristotle. <laughs> I wish I was kidding. Aristotle, you try it. He's like a ghost at the end. That's good. Do a little more. <laughs> now, I got um, from... Uh, someone emailed this to me. I'm so embarrassed that I forget whose name it is. Who 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 always sends like the, a lot of people there's a group of people that you you'd start recognizing their names. You know who this person is. B, uh, B Oh, B glitched. B glitched. Star B glitched. I never got to Twitter. meet her in San Francisco. I'll never live without. I'll never I'll live knowing that. I'll live always knowing that I never got to 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 hang out with her when yeah. we were in San Francisco. Where are you? By the way, I think Where I think that's I think I'm talking to the right person. Yeah. But she sent me this. I think. Maybe I'm wrong. She, if you're listening and I, you didn't send it to me, you're like, I didn't send that to him. That just means I messed up a little bit. But I do like it. And this has to do with uh, George. Uh, no, who sent this? Uh, it doesn't matter who sent this in. Who's this about? It's well, about it's nice uh, quote, Fred. Right? Uh, Fred's. Fred, um, I'm, I'm Fred a little, Phelps? Yes. Okay. Hateful. Yeah. Fred Phelps. 
It's Michael Phelps' dad. I don't I do don't a lot of homework. No, know. it's not true. I, I thought know. it was. I don't know. I don't really pay no, attention. Be, good genes. I don't, I don't pay attention. I don't know. <laughs> Who cares, right? He certainly has good-looking kids. So anyway, but this is about... Um, yeah, who's this about? This is about Fred Phelps. Yeah, this is, yeah, yeah of yeah. course. Yeah, this is about Fred Phelps. Good genes. And you know what? In the middle of the show, I do, uh, I'm going to say, because I thought uh, this person said it very well. It's a quote. I'll tell you who it is after I read it, but... Uh, you know what I'm going to ask you to do, Jake, if you don't mind? I'm going to try to re- – no, I'll try to read it, and if I can, if I make one mistake. You read it, and I'll read it two seconds after you read it. So well, no. you start, I and then I'll start two right. seconds after. I, no, let me try here. I take no solace or uh, – no, I'll, I'll read it. I'll read it. Let me try to read it. Let me, maybe I, could, I just want to do it justice. Um, I take no solace or joy in this man's passing. We will not dance upon his grave nor stand – Vigil at his funeral holding. God hates Fred's signs. Tempting, yes, as it might be. Hate never wins out in the end. Instead goes always to its lonely, dusty end. George Takai. Did I do that justice the way I read it? George Can you read it? Read it seriously. Try to. It sounded really nice oh when you read my. it. Oh, my. George Takai. George Is that all you can do? The man. I think it's George Decay, isn't it? George Decay. Yeah, I think so. Okay, I could be wrong. I could. Read it. Read it to the. Put a little reverb in his mic, and read it. To, to do it justice to George Carlin. Okay. I take no solace or joy in this man's passing. We will not dance upon his grave, nor stand vigil at his funeral holding. God hates Fred's signs, tempting as it may be. He was a tormented soul who tormented so many. Hate never wins out in the end. It instead goes always to its lonely, dusty end. I think I can fix one little thing that we both did wrong. We had a pause in the wrong place. You think so? Let me give it a shot, a little reverb, please. I take no solace or joy in this man's passing. We will not dance upon his grave nor stand vigil at his funeral holding God hates Fred signs tempting yes as it may be he was a tormented soul who tormented so many hate never wins out in the end it instead goes always to its lonely dusty end George Takai. Takai. Here's where I think I fixed it. Because we kept going. You can't go, God hates Fred's signs. It's a God hates. You got to go. His vigil funeral holding. We will not go to the funeral holding signs that say God hates Fred's. We won't go there holding God hates Fred signs. You got to put uh, the signs right after Fred. I know it what I'm se- saying. It makes, it makes sense. sense. It sounds, yeah, no, it sounded good. I will. Sure. I swear. I take no. Let's read it together. See how close we can get. You okay. ready? You start. Okay. I'll, I'll do. We'll do. See if I. You want me to run the starts and the pauses like like this? Okay. I take no solace solace or joy joy in this man's passing. passing. We will not dance upon his grave. grave. 
or nor will we stand, nor vigil, stand vigil at his funeral, at his funeral, holding signs that holding say signs God hates Fred. God's hate Fred's. Tempting as it may be, maybe he was a tormented was soul. A tormented soul, who's tormented who's so tormented many, so many, and. and uh, well, you know, we did it justice one time. That's why I don't yeah. mind leaving the horrible thing we did to it later. Because <laughs> there was a period in there like a minute ago or three minutes ago when I read it at its best and gave it the respect it deserved. And to George Carlin, I mean that. I love it. I love everything about that, and I'll tell you why. I love that, in the, that, that, that yes, with all, the, with all the this man's a despicable man, but have the ability. It makes you better at the end to go, he was a tormented soul. To not stoop to his level to, in, of that of mm-hmm. that thing that they do at the no one has, Baptist Church. No one has that much hate. And it doesn't mean you don't. Uh, I tell you the truth. Here's the best way for me to say it. Maybe you know I, I'm not. You know maybe I'm. I hope I'm still a spiritual person. Yes, I'm glad that he is not on this planet anymore. Yeah. Maybe I hope that yeah. his death was painless. That's where you make yourself. Civil. That's where you make yourself better. Mm. But but maybe I'm wrong completely. Maybe I shouldn't even hope. But when somebody is 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 on this earth, and they're bringing that much hate, I mean, just to a to a exploding point of hate. And I'm glad they're gone. But I'm I hope that what makes me try to be spiritual is. When they left, I hope I wish them no hell. I don't want them to burn somewhere. I don't want. I would even hope. While they exited this planet, it was painless. Wow! But yeah. I'm glad you're gone. I'm glad you're gone. Yeah. If I had a magic yeah. wand, I wish you were here and not hateful. That's yeah. my first wish, which we've I've talked about this on the show before. Which my is- first wish was that you'd be here and that I could wave a magic wand over you yeah. and that you wouldn't be hateful anymore. That's my first wish. But second to that is that you're gone but painless. So anyway, there you go. We love George Takei or Takai. Yeah, fuck him. Fuck him. Oh, so sick of his shit. Uh, oh, I was on the show. Star Trek. Right? <laughs> no, that was, you know what, I think I showed that. It's, why do I love this so much? I don't know what it is. It's like, it's like it's a song they did on 30 Rock, Tracy Jordan. But it, Break it down. I was working late on my half Torah when I heard a knock on my bedroom door. I opened it up, and to my surprise, there was a werewolf standing there with glowing gold eyes. He said, Tomorrow, my son, you will be a man. But tonight's the time to join the Wolfen clan. Tomorrow, you will stand at the Beamer and wait. Start it over again, and I want to. Explain what Nick is doing. Nick is sitting over in the chair. He's chilled out. He's leaned yeah. back. He's yeah. just leaning back in the chair, like most, so like really, like kicking really it back. Yeah. And then he's got one finger up in the air, and he's like making like he's the uh, sort of the orchestra leader, yeah. just chilling out, hearing this song, eyes about twenty percent open, and <laughs> he's enjoying it. And let's now you can picture him listening he's again. A great, he's having a good fucking time. Can we break this song down after we listen to it? Break it down. I was working late on my half Torah when I heard a knock on my bedroom door. I opened it up and to my surprise. I think if we're going to figure this song out, which, by the way, we're not making fun of the song. No. We're just going, let's try to figure out, even in a silly way, 
what you know? What am I worried right. we're making well, fun of it? So what did he say first? Does anyone remember? I draw from personal experience, like when you're really working hard on your bar mitzvah, you have your Torah, yeah. and you're you're up super late, Steve. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. <laughs> play it again. <laughs> play it, play it again from the beginning. And let's let it hear Steve because he's Jewish. Oh. I'm Jewish too. Right, the play way, it is again. There, is there any more soup? Is there any more soup? Excuse me. Is there any more soup? Do you have any soup? Do you have any soup? Pardon me. Pardon me. Are you the waiter? Uh, yes. Yes. yes uh, welcome to Green, Greenblatt's. Do you have any soup? Yes. There's soup. a there's a whole bunch more soup. Uh, which, no, which... I like soup. <laughs> all right. Play the. <laughs> play the. Break it down. I was working late on my hot Torah when I heard a knock on my bedroom door. I opened it. it up. So what do you think? I think it's self-explanatory yeah, at this knocking, point. But who's somebody's knocking That's the door. part we yeah. need to find out. Okay, go ahead. And to my surprise, there was a werewolf standing there with glowing gold eyes. He said, tomorrow, my son, you will be a man. But tonight's the time to join the Wolfen Clan. Now, what happens here? So the wolf is And be serious. Yeah, no, to George Carlin, I want to know what you take out of this. The wolf says the next day he's going to be a man. Who's the wolf? The, there's a wolf at the door. There's a werewolf at the door with, a, with uh, glowing eyes, right? You think that's symboli- symbolizing or is it just being silly? No. What do you think, Jake? Well, before he becomes a man in yeah. Judaism, yeah. he needs to join the wolfing clan. Yeah, but why the wolf? Let's listen. Clan? Let's not make fun of it. Let's show it the respect it deserves. Tracy Morgan could literally be walking by right now, and he, we'd feel like idiots. Tomorrow you will stand at the beamer and pray. But tonight, let's gaze at the moon and bay. Werewolf for mitzvah, spooky, scary. Wolves becoming men, men becoming wolves. Werewolf for mitzvah, spooky, scary. Boys becoming men, men becoming wolves. All right, that was that was great, Trey. Okay, it's over. That's a wrap. Oh. The next day, what happened? The Toma didn't teach. Oh, I got up in front of everyone to give my little speech. Then my teeth turned into fangs and my nails into claws. And I nearly dropped okay, the Toma when my hands okay, turned into I growled and I roared and my rabbi did as well. It was a rocking werewolf zoo at Temple Beth Emanuel. Hey man, where'd you learn all these Jewish words? My manager, Harvey Lemmings. Werewolf vomits first. Who be scary? Boys becoming men. Men become. I love this. Yeah, it's great. Why is it so great? It's such a. Like, if I was having one of my silly dance parties, this song would be in there. You ever heard the Tracy Morgan quote when he's like, if you want to be successful, you got to get a Jew manager like Barry Katz? <laughs> is that what he says? Uh, yeah. yeah I've heard that. Oh my God. <laughs> gotta get a Jew manager it's like so Barry. Ba 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 Is there any more soup?
Coming wolves. I don't. I, I just don't think this. The idea of the song can sustain itself for that way. Like, I give everyone an A plus for that this shit. This premise is sweaty. We had a reception at the Larchmont Country Club. They served a real nice brisket and an A for party sub. I danced with my cousins. I got money from my folk. We had a lot of fun making circumcision jokes. Uh-uh. Then I remembered the premise of my song. I was at a nice reception, but the werewolf part was gone. Remember, Nick is still leaning back in his chair yeah. uh, with his one finger, yeah, moving it around like the maestro. Yeah. Okay, here we go. Back to the song. So we pulled ourselves together and we're walking again. Just in time for Monster Fight to begin. No. All the country club employees were oh brain-sucking packs. We all turned into zombies and were on the attack. No. So we fought the man some Draculas and Frankensteins too. Because <laughs> you gotta love Bar Mitzvah even if you're not a... Oh, no such thing. It was Bar Mitzvah. Spooky, scary. No Boys becoming men. Men becoming wolves. Werewolves oh, my God. Men becoming wolves. Go ahead, take it away, Steve. Play the betting. Here's Steve. Play the play the original. Play the original, and then I'll be Steve. Then fade into the bedding. Doesn't sound that bad. Doesn't sound like that. It doesn't sound like that, Todd. Play the original. Play the original. Just the original. Now here's Steve. Fade into nothing. Just give reverb. Steve, take it away. It's not that bad, right? It's not that bad. Right? In all fairness, Steve, it's not. It's you're trying your hardest. I was told I have, I was told I have perfect pitch. Wait, you guys thought that was the same? As the French song, you thought what Steve was doing was the same. Yeah, thing? I, I, I don't think he can handle the truth. Well, let's listen what? again and what try to make a fair decision. Play the say? French song. No, there's no, there's no difference. Seriously. Thank you. We want to make people feel good. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. I want people to feel good. I'm not even joking around. I'm not shitting around. I just want people to be in good spirits. Break it down. What? Break what down? Not one of those shows. We have to prove that we can also do a regular show. Can I tell a uh, bar mitzvah story? Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want people to think it's all bells and whistles in the Todd Glass show. You know, we have regular stories. We we just talk like other podcasts. Oh, really? You want to watch watch this? A half an hour, not one sound cue. Maybe a few, but we won't go heavy on it. You know what? Double up on it. Fuck it. Beneath it snow 
By the way, I was totally serious in my rant, like in a silly way. Like I go, yeah, let's try to do a half an hour where we just talk about shit. Yeah. But then all of a sudden we go, fuck it. And then all of a sudden he <laughs> plays that again. It's like all of a sudden. It's like this. It's like this. It's like, no, 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 no. You know what? Fuck it. I can do things like other shows. I can just talk about stuff. Let's fuck it. For the next hour, fuck it. We're not going to do any fucking music. Play this first, though. I knew you were coming, I'd bake the cake, bake the cake, bake the cake. If I knew you were coming, I'd bake the cake. So I'm not embarrassed. Guys, this is bullshit. We got it. We seriously, we gotta get serious. This is it, all right? We're getting fucking serious right fucking now. No, you're right. Break it down. I was working late on my hot talk. Guys! Stop playing, Gabe! I'm not shitting around. I am not shitting around. But I'm going to tell you right now, we got to start having a podcast where we do. We can just talk about shit. We come on. We just talk. We do. What, where'd you start? In con- we start having real conversations. Talk about we politics. Yeah, politics. we can't sit yeah. here and rely on the music. We just can't. It's, it's, it's not a, what are we, fucking, it's some cheesy show from the fucking AM dials of 1912? So but, we're better but, than that. We are, we are better than that. We can do both, and we need to start proving it. So these other podcasts, they go, oh, you know what? In all fairness, they can do both. But before we do that, seriously. I knew you were coming. I'd bake the cake. Bake the cake. I'm not shitting around. Oh, the fucking shit. And the fucking shit. Beneath its snowy metal folder. I'm out of breath. Hey guys, what? My uh, my ride's here. <laughs> well, no one had that. <laughs> no one had to. Well, I didn't hear it. Hey, you can't do it that way. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna fucking do you it. Gotta, I wanted to. You drive you a can. Prius, right? It's silent. Just yeah. Silent. My ride is. My what do you mean your ride's well, yeah, here? Yeah, you parked. Didn't you? Yeah, park you parked here? here. Of course, your ride's yeah, your here. Ride is fucking. Well, you here. can't act like you have a, a limo driver. Do you my know what a dumbbell here. is? Yeah, no one likes a dumbbell. My ride's here, guys. Somebody sent in that uh, dumbbell is when somebody irons the front of their shirt but leaves the back unironed. <laughs> I love it. That sort of does explain a dumbbell. Do you hear it? A dumbbell is somebody that irons the front of their shirt. Of course, there's a million. Whatever dumbbells, whatever you want it yeah. to be. But by God darn it, what, ain't what that a, a dumbbell is somebody... That irons the front of their shirt, but not, but not their back. Just because I can sing doesn't mean I'm professional. During my bar mitzvah, when I was reading out of the half Torah, a bird flew right into the window. Is that true? It di- yeah, it died right in the window. And I, That's uh, not a everybody, good sign. Everybody in the audience, like, or not in the audience, there was an audience. I'm not a stand-up doing anything. But everybody who was at my bar mitzvah uh, started groaning. And I didn't see it happen. I was like, am I that bad at reading the Torah? But no, a bird flew right into the window and <laughs> oh died. Because oh they break their neck. 
I know. Yeah. It's sad. <laughs> but do you think that's like a bad and, omen? Or? No, no, no. And then Jake became a man that fucking day. That's right. And, that's and you know who else I know speaking that's a of? real story. Out of respect to uh, to your Elvis theme bar mitzvah, which I'll never forget, oh you told God. me about that. I had an Elvis theme bar mitzvah, yeah, and we had an impersonator too. Yeah, a guy yeah. come in like walking. Everyone was like, "Hava, Hava Nagila, born in the heat of the desert." Your mom, meanwhile, she's in thinking this is desert? not the song we thought he was going to do in front of the kids. Oh, do it again. She was dragging her pussy she's across like, the dance floor. Why do you have I to just, dirty up my show? I don't know. Hey, folks, we have an Elvis impersonator. 13-year-old kids, and he comes in, he does the wrong song. Like, all of a sudden, he comes in, there's all these 13-year-olds sitting around, and they go, Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Elvis Presley. Born in the heat of the desert. My mother died giving me life. Oh, your mother's already like, what? Deprived of the love of a father. What if, what if they promised that this song would be about Steve? Yeah, they go, oh, it's oh. great. We write a song mm-hmm. about you. Meanwhile, the kids hear the song, play it from the beginning, and I'll be like the, the host of the band. Yeah. All righty, everybody. Uh, we have now an Elvis in person. No, no. El- let, guess who's here at Steve's wedding at, at his bar mitzvah. You think I'd do the fucking bit right a little? <laughs> it's Steve's bar mitzvah. But please welcome Elvis. My mother died giving me life. Oh. Deprived of the love of a father. Blamed for the loss of his wife. You know, Lord, I've been in a prison. I love when he hits these notes. Something Wait, listen. He fucking done. fills the room. Listen. It's been one hill after another. I find them all one by one. Here we go, listen. Steve, did you drink it all in your at your bar mitzvah? When I was 13. Oh, that's a good question. Did you uh, did you drink? Because I, I I didn't drink. You didn't. No. Your parents were pussies. <laughs> 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 we'll take a hey. break. We'll be right back. Right after that, you're listening to Todd Glass Show. The Todd Glass Show. The Todd Glass Show. The K in Kansas City. K M B. Our guest is Steve Fine Arts. It's a family show. So you didn't drink. You didn't. Uh, you you did you drink at yours? No, but I had a friend who I found out later that he was sneaking beers the whole time. Mm-hmm. And I always thought he was like super cool because he did that. <laughs> it's amazing what you think is super cool. I used to think a kid that walked down the bus dragging his feet. You know, like he didn't really pick his feet up yeah. when he walked. He was like so cool. Like oh, I'm not even worried about my feet like leaving the ground. So he sort of just scraped them. Then I think he might have had a problem later. I figured out. By the way, I'm totally Wait, serious about that. You asked me if I drank at my bar mitzvah, right? Yeah, did you? I didn't drink. I did a little coke. No, you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> when my whole, fa- my whole family, my whole family. Oh, your girlfriend's here. My whole here. family did coke. Um, <laughs> we all did coke. We all did coke. We all did coke. It Todd, was so much fun. It was so much fun. At my bar mitzvah. At my bar mitzvah, did I drink? I think, 
I don't know. My I think I was, I thought I was drinking Bloody Marys when I was like you know younger. But I used to go to my grandfather's to stay. Him and his new wife. <laughs> he married a real hot piece of ass. <laughs> but anyway, what he did when 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 his when my grandmother died, like she was like sixty seventy two, yeah. and then he got remarried to a girl that was like fifty. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know until you're the recipient of those ooze how good they feel. It it is a good. What, what are you whispering to him? As you you have to pee. No, I was asking. I was trying to cue him up. What were you cueing him up for? Cause this time I just want to belt Steve, out just like Elvis Steve, once. He was like, "Oh, make sure my ride's." <laughs> That's not what you wanted, is it? Oh, Steve's rides here, everybody. Sorry, Steve rides here. Uh, Steve's ride is here. <laughs> guys, guys. No, your ride's here. That's just his girlfriend. It's that... my fucking ride. It's my ride. My ride's Why? here. You... No, that's your ride. <laughs> this is my ride. That's going to be your ride. Jake can make your ride whatever he wants. Although I think no. you should have gotten. You guys think I know I'm what you want. Joking the whole time. You wanted the siren, no, right? No, my ride is really here. Oh, is it? Oh, yeah. No, I've been saying it the whole time. Oh, your ride's, ride's really is here. actually here. <laughs> I tried it. Oh, your ride's here. Oh, you're we're the, we don't understand that you're trying not to do the bit. Really get animated. Guy goes, go, guys, you don't understand. Really yell at me. You don't understand. I have to do it, and yeah, then no. we'll be the guys. Get that ready again. We'll play it. So what are you saying? No, really, my, my fucking ride is actually here. Is oh. Yeah, my ride is here. Oh, his, I have to go. My ride is here. I feel like a here. fucking idiot. Your ride's literally here. Yeah. My you know, ride li- his ride is, fucking is, ride is here. Can guys, we- his ride is here. I know oh, what you mean. You mean like my ride's is- really here. Go. No, I mean my fucking ride is here. My yeah, fucking Yeah, yeah, he has ride. to go. Hold on, hold on, Jake, Jake, Jake. There's He's not Uber doing- outside I get it, I get it. With my fucking I get name it. on it. I'm sorry, you're right. You're, you're trying to say, stop the bit. My yeah. ride's here. Because I literally have a ride here. Seriously, his ride's here. Oh. Seriously. Oh, now I know what you mean. You think I'm fucking no, I stupid? No, your ride's here. You have a crane that takes you from place to place because nah. you've let yourself go. <laughs> Wait, is that Steve a... Fine Arts let himself go. Is that a helicopter? Oh, they have to because you know why? To take some of the pressure off of the crane. They bring a helicopter. And that, this is the miracle of podcasting. We need, if you want to do a bit on television and you need a, ra- a helicopter, you got to rent a helicopter. Guess what that helicopter cost us? Oh, we need a helicopter. Bring a helicopter free. in. Fucking free. Bring a helicopter in our bit right now. I demand it. There's a guy in the helicopter playing the trumpet with a lot of reverb. I demand it right now. Right now in the helicopter. They're listening to... to oh, they're oh. in the helicopter, and they're listening to the uh, the, the, the 30 Rock. They have a TV in the back, and they're taking a helicopter, and the, the trumpet, they hired a trumpet player. You don't get this shit on the fucking radio. All right, listen. That was annoying for about 10 seconds. No, Were you glad great. I stopped it? Uh, it was great. No, everything was great, but the last 10 seconds, because I was trying to play the trumpet and the radio, but people are like, how does Todd Glass know? He's right. It just creeped into like, ugh. and I go, bring it down. Bring it down. Break it down. That's all. That's really what you got to do. Break it down. You know. Break it down. I was working late on my half tour when I heard a knock on my bed. Okay, so you asked me if I drank. You. Yeah. 
Gabe, don't try to make extra money. It's sad. <laughs> he gets paid 50 bucks for every... And then he's, like, like, looking for areas to play. I thought it was a dollar per blow. Yeah, no, he, he goes, I thought it was a dollar. You know, all of a sudden, every single song. You know, there's some... Break it down. I was working late on my hot tour When I heard a knock on my bedroom you don't door. Even try, you don't even try to make it fit in. Like, go ahead, do it. Just do, like, try to play bad. Like, you're not even trying to play with it. You just want to make money. Go ahead. Guys, seriously, I, I got I gotta. That my last joke didn't have any sexual innuendo. I want to clear that. What, what, what were you talking about? <laughs> I said if you drank at your uh, bar mitzvah, dollar per blow, and I felt bad about it. That's <laughs> okay. Uh, you know what? You're good for noticing it. <laughs> don't don't give up. I I took a deep breath to get ready, and then you guys all quit. On the on the acting, that being the recipient of that is just so great. Okay, listen. Your bar mitzvah? Did you did you drink? Yes, at my bar mitzvah. Let me tell you something. And I, to George Carlin, I'm being honest, and I don't know if I've ever admitted this, even in my book. But I had this idea that my both of my brothers had it. At, like you know, they had it at uh, Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> yeah, Chuck E. Cheese, right? Don't be disrespectful, either oh. of you. Oh. Jew one and Jew two. <laughs> no, I'm Jewish. Kmart. No, so both of my brothers had them at like Park City West. My one, my one brother had his, and it was like a thing. There was a band. We had this guy. His name was Cal Shaw. Yeah, and Cal Shaw was like a, it was like a nine piece band, and uh, and he did bits. Like he did this one thing where he got down and did the uh, what's the dancing where they dance on their like lo- like they crotch, like, they they squat down and dance. They stick their legs out in front of each other. It's like a Russian. Yeah, I know what you're talking. You know about. what I'm yeah. talking about, oh, like yeah. you, yeah. Yeah. the, the hava. Yeah, yeah, they the get horror, down on the, and he did yeah. that, and it was great. And then he did this other thing where my dad would go up and read my mom a song, mm. but it was really him with the other mic hiding behind the drummer. Oh, that's great. And it was like really, it was like fun, and it was, and then they they were great because yeah. called Cal Shaw, you know. So uh, so I didn't plug. Got a plug for Cal yeah, Shaw. Maybe, he's still yeah, out there. Yeah, I'm sure he still he is actually. Me. So anyway, and um, so anyway, so there there was that, and um, so hold on, hold on. What were you look like? Go ahead. I had a pitching machine at my bar mitzvah. <laughs> Excuse me. I know I'm going <laughs> to up mine now. <laughs> so anyway, they were setting up a crane to lower in a big dreidel that would, <laughs> that would be stuffed with cash. And the, the, the detonator would ex- – would, we'd have – no, so, so we had that. And, and uh, so, so that's what all my, my two brothers had. So you might think, well, why didn't I go? I had this thing. This is the part that's yeah. soul-bearing, that I wanted it at the house. I wanted it at the house because I thought people would feel bad for me and give me more money. (laughs) I swear to God, to George Carlin. I'm embarrassed that I thought that. I'm so embarrassed that I think, well, why? Okay, why do I have that in my head that that's what happened? You know, the years pass, and I go, that's, it was weird. But like, or maybe once I did it, or I don't know why that's what perpetuated in the beginning, but I specifically wanted it at the house. So like we had it at the house like we you know there was like yeah. uh, 40 50 chairs in the mm-hmm. living room mm-hmm. they moved out all the furniture and then we had this catering company come in and yeah. and then we had a I don't think we had a DJ that's what's yeah. weird we didn't even have a DJ yeah. I didn't want one You wanted it to seem like you had no money Yeah so, so and it worked yeah. a little bit I think my uncle uh, gave What if there's like a couple Jews just sitting around and they're like eh so would you rake in at your bar mitzvah huh <laughs> They do <Yeah>. They do <laughs> You know there's one kid used to not one kid um um, his name is um, Mike Reynolds had a bit about now I'm Mike you know he won't hear it but if he did I'm 50% doing this mm-hmm. but I remember this joke from like 25 years ago yeah. 30 years ago he would go um, yeah because you get a bar mitzvah you get a 
you know, you get like fifty thousand dollars. What? You know, he goes or whatever twenty or whatever yeah, the joke yeah. was. Some kids get five thousand. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Five thousand yeah. is very common. I didn't get that much even. So uh, so he goes. You know, they, this Jewish kid up the block. He'd go get. Uh, you know, he'd have to get bar mitzvah. He'd get five thousand dollars. This is Mike Reynolds' uh, joke. I'm bastardizing it. He goes. I got communion. I got a baseball bat. <laughs> then I then I went up the street and got his five thousand dollars. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, he's a, he also has that joke where he he it was after a show. Yeah. And I think this I hate to say it like it's a documentary is based on sort of a true story as silly as it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but Mike Reynolds said uh, he was it was after a show like on the boardwalk and he heard someone calling his name. They were like you know Mike Reynolds, Mike Reynolds. Yeah. You know that feeling yeah. of like yeah, yeah, oh yeah. my god, someone must have seen the show from the night before. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, Mike, Re- Mike Reynolds, Mike Reynolds, Mike Reynolds. Mike He's Reynolds, like, oh, Mike Jesus Reynolds. Christ. Embarrassing. Mike Reynolds, Mike Reynolds. Mike. So close. He wanted it. Mike Reynolds. I like He's a, he's a nice guy, too. Um, the Living Room Show. Comedy Living Room. Oh, so did I drink at my bar mitzvah? Yeah. Um, I thought you were talking about the comedy living we room. We will. We will talk about the comedy well, living room. I don't have to plug the That's comedy That's the next room. thing I want to talk oh, about. really? What Absolutely. And we're going to give it its, its due deserving justice or, or quality time on the show today. Great guys. Um, so did I drink at my bar mitzvah? I think I had Bloody Marys, like maybe two. I have my bar mitzvah mm-hmm. album. I just learned it phonetically because I didn't you know what I was Marys, saying. You had two Bloody Marys, you said? You had two Bloody Marys? Yeah. So you're a fucking alcoholic then. <laughs> you were, Why do you, you, have were, to... you were an alcoholic. No. Yeah. Oh, shut up. You I don't s- really mean it. S- When's the first time you drank? Do you remember? Um, I think I was like 16, probably. Well, what happened? Um, I don't know. I think it was just how we raided the, uh, one of our parents, uh, one of our friend's parents' uh, liquor cabinet. And, and you were 16. Did you throw like up? 16. No. I didn't throw up. I drank a lot of rum, though. I remember that. And I, I was just staring. I laid on the pool table, and I was just staring up at the fan. And I was having a good time. And where were your I parents? Um, I th- they were gone. I was at a friend's, I was at a friend's house, at his uh, parents. Do you remember you? The first time I drank, I got so drunk, I went and hid underneath my grandmother's sundress. Oh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> were you uh, wearing it? <laughs> 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 What is she wearing? Uh, Jake said. Uh, Gabe said. What's funny about that is, in real life, and I don't think Gabe knows that you did hide under your mom's sundress when you were playing hide and seat, and you know you saw some yeah. stuff up there. That's to George Carlin, and yeah. we say that in, dis- yeah. in respect. And that taught him we a lot to- about stuff. Well, uh, come on now, <laughs> don't don't be. And no, then I don't no, think Gabe no. really knew. Like maybe the sundress was just laying mm-hmm. over on the curb. Or not the curb. I don't mean to insinuate. Uh, in the house. Like it's just throw their clothes well, on the curb. No, what like, do you think they are? What kind of no, family? They're in the house, and the sundress is like, maybe they're playing hide-and-go-seat, and the sundress is laying near the hamper yeah. in the laundry room, and right. you run yeah. in, and you pick the sundress up and put it over you. No, she was wearing it <laughs> when, he, when he saw it. So listen, so I drank probably one or two. But I think there was a lot of times when I thought I was drinking, like I would stay with my grandfather. It was always fun because I'd stay. Mm-hmm. He lived in like a high-rise, and we, I'd go see him. Oh! <laughs> To be the recipient of that is just pure joy for me. It's like it just slips out of your mouth, and I don't know how. I, by the way, I know I've done it to you guys. We've all taken turns being yeah. <laughs> delivering that or being the recipient of it. And I, every time I think the same thing. How do they know so quickly to do that? <laughs> like in one second, you go, I knew, oh, my grandfather lived in a high rise. Oh, excuse me. And it's just fun. 
It's just great. It's just great. Okay, so, but now to move past it. Promise me to George Carlin, I can say it, and you're not going to say it again. To All George right. Carlin. But it is a big deal. So my grandfather, okay, you know where he lived. <laughs> I don't even want to take any <laughs> nice, chances. Nice. Everybody knows where he lived in high Anyway, you can't do it. You said to George Carlin. He lived in a high-rise. Mm-hmm. So um, we would go visit him, and then he would go to this place up the street. It was like a fancy steakhouse. Whoa. <laughs> oh, 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 was it Ruth Kretschmann? You got to stop. You got to stop. You got to stop. Two George Carlin. rings there. Stop, stop, stop. You to George Carlin. That's why this is, these are the times, although you might think this isn't that important, that I love having that word and I don't like to fuck with the sacredness of it. Just means to George Carlin for moments like this. I did not know I was getting out of one and lobbing. I, I get it if you're gone, cummy. When you say steakhouse, you had to know. I swear to God I didn't. That's just the way the story was going. There is one other point during the story now that I'm very self-aware that I might want to edit out. But I'm not going to. But when we get to that point, I'm telling you now to George Carlin, it's in the story. And, yes, now looking forward, I get to see it's a (laughs) oh moment. But know that it would have been told even if we never did this bit. It was just part of this stupid little story about staying over my grandfather's. So we go to this place. Okay, we get by. It's a fancy steakhouse. (laughs) And you don't have to do it because we've already done it. Whoa. Okay, so then I would go. And um, by the way, the part that you're going to do it at is so fucking obvious. You're gonna, don't, if you think it's 10% obvious, don't even think about doing it. There's a point when you there's no fucking way you don't get that this is the point to do it. And, and I swear to you, I'm not throwing it in there to make this bit work. So we'd go to this place. It was a fancy steakhouse, and my grandfather would let us order Bloody Marys. And also, it was really cool. <laughs> so so close, so fucking close. Was that uh, my grandfather would go in there for some reason, and I don't know why. Uh, although I might have some guesses, but this is the truth to George Carlin. They thought my grandfather was a judge, so they would always say, "No, you know, that's, that's not that big of a deal. Keep going." Yeah, keep oh, going. you motherfuckers, not- go fuck yourself. Yeah. You know you wanted to do it, and you planned that no. bit, and I saw you whispering. Steve has like four no. judges in his family. Yeah, family of judges. Oh, come on, it would have been so very much, judgy. It would have been so much better if you did it for me. Can I do it again, <laughs> and you'll do it? So they. But, but they you said would, to George Carlin, "How yeah. are you going to do it?" No, he was saying to George Carlin, he didn't know that we were. Oh, to, I meant yeah. to George Carlin. I wasn't placing that yeah. he was a, but that was really part yeah, of the story. Yeah, yeah. They they thought he was a judge, what? so I. Oh. <laughs> I white wigs? I still, what did you say? White wigs? What, what about white wigs? Judges. Gavels? Oh, judges. Oh, shut the fuck up, Aaron. <laughs> white robe. wigs? Black robe. Ooh, black robe. I guess Andy said it was like, oh, do we even do those? The the ones that uh, uh, that when Lynn actually I didn't put them on the board. It's okay. So, yeah. but what happened after after the for the end of the story? No, that was it. We'd go there and we'd eat, oh. and oh, we'd let. <laughs> okay, I don't want to be mocked now, but to George Carr, when I say to George Carr, I mean now that I'm so super 
very aware of the, oh, there's another one that is part of the story that I forgot to tell. So we always thought, can you just do it for me when it hits that point (laughs) instead of doing any bits? I just want – yeah. But it's it's not like I'm changing yeah. the story. It's not like if yeah. you went to George Carlin, Todd, is this really part of the story? Yes, it is. Okay. But now, very aware, it's one of those moments. Okay, so here we go. I mean, obviously, the, I said fancy steakhouse, you guys, like, jumped aboard. Uh, and then uh, we thought it was a big deal because he would let us get shrimp cocktails. Oh! <laughs> With the sauce? Cocktail sauce. Whoa. I bet they were peeled. The one with ten shrimp cocktails, too. (laughs) The big one. You probably ate him with a fork. You're listening to the Todd Glass Show. We're going to take a break. I bake the cake. Can you follow me on the trumpet, sir? Can you follow me on the trumpet, Gabe? 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 Can you follow me on the trumpet game? Can you follow me on the trumpet game? Can you follow me on the trumpet game? Can you give him something easier? Can you follow, follow, follow me on the trumpet? Can you follow, follow me on the trumpet? Can you follow, follow me on the I've never felt so. He looks. He, <laughs> what if he I just threw it down? He looked at me like I am trying, but I just cannot get whatever you guys are singing. But I just want the listening audience to know we're very well aware, and we're probably looking for another. Part. <laughs> Did you ever watch Dish? Dish? Oh, let's. Dish what, how, what, what are we looking at? About now? Yeah. Okay. Um, Gabe's got to. Uh, uh, Gabe's. Uh, he's playing tonight. Oh, by the way. Oh, we have to talk about the li- living room show. There's so much to talk about. Gabe's got to go to a bar mitzvah. Gabe has to go. Bob, Bob. Hold on. Since I love singing that song, we're going to go. We're going to what? I also have a little bit of a funny drinking story that combines drinking, first time drinking, and. Mm-hmm. Well, let's let. Here's I'm going to I'm going to ask yeah, yeah. you to do something. We're going to take a break, but I want you to remember when you come back because I have to have order in the show. When people go, you know what? Todd really is trying because are we in the middle of anything right now that I didn't finish? That's what you do when you're aware. Is there anything we were? Doing the show, we so what were we just talking? About? We were just talking about obviously the judges, the shrimp cocktails. Yeah, we were talking yeah. about the story about the my story grandfather, about grandfather yeah. and that sort of ran its gamut. <laughs> I think we're done with that. Yeah, but anyway, what if there was one more thing? But there isn't. <laughs> so my grandfather, every summer he was he lived he had a house. We had a summer house in Nantucket. Oh! Nantucket. Oh! Can I tell? 
tell you, you know what Did I Did you re- race in the Fagawi? Oh, fuck you. How did da- you watch your fucking mouth, Jake Adams? Your mom's a Fawawi. <laughs> Speaking of the Fawawi, your I'm mom's gonna, a Fawawi. Yeah, you, your mom's a your mom's a the fucking real Fawawi. <laughs> Speaking of Hawaii, thinking of Hawaii, what about Hawaii? And uh, I'm going to the Hawaiian, what's it called? The Honolulu? The Maui Film Festival? The Maui. F- no, wait, no. Maui. <laughs> this is the best thing that ever happened to me. Mukakukaliki. That's what I was That's Hawaiian for oh. This is the best. I'm so, I cannot be happier. Like right now. I'm, I'm, I'm really aware of when I tell my stories now to be careful if I want to get them out. I can't have any bragging. And don't ever throw it in there unless You're it's going deserved. To this beautiful island. Let's go. Okay, so I'm going to the island. Yeah. <laughs> There's one coming up. <laughs> oh my God. Okay, but I'm serious. This yeah. is the point of the story. Yeah. So I'm going with. Uh, uh, don't 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 look for reasons here now, please. So I'm going to the the the. Yeah. I've already said yeah. this part to mm-hmm. the. What's it called? Maui Comedy Festival. Okay, so I'm going to go, and uh, so I. Not bad. They asked me if I wanted to, if I could buy a, get my coach ticket and bring another person, or just fly first class. <laughs> My body is filled with so much happiness and like just, you know, this is when I get podcast hangover because mm. I bear my soul because yeah. you're feeling yeah. an emotion and you let it go. And that feels weird when when yeah. when sometimes, you know, you, you, you know, you're not, the fresh air has died off a little, mm-hmm. but it's OK. You know what? You mean it. So say it. I could not feel any more love around me when you guys do that every time. <laughs> it fills me. It's so overwhelming. And then there's a jitterness about waiting for it to happen. Like you're telling the story. <laughs> so there's that like, OK, it's going to happen. I know something's going to happen. And then all of a sudden it happens. And then you're just overwhelmed with joy. <laughs> Oh, excuse me. It's great every time. But anyway, so so I decided I would just I would fly first class. I thought that, you know, I, there's nobody, you know, I'm not with anybody. But the, you're going to Maui. <laughs> Why are you crying? I'm not Jake, with anybody. Jake wanted to go, I think. You think I should join match.com? No, I don't. I'll meet somebody. It's all right. I like that my age range is uh, But you go into the 25 to 26 is that too 25 is there, there's really, not a lot of wiggle room no yeah, i'm just kidding too narrow. No, yeah. i don't have yeah. a, i don't yeah. have a i don't have that <laughs> i i will tell you this though yeah it is this is the most i talk about it mm-hmm. by the way Let's speaking talk. of the most you talk about it and i'm not acting like yeah i'm, I'm this is reminding me of somebody think something that i saw the other night stay in order i know mm-hmm. what i'm doing this is going to happen we're going to take a break and then uh, you, aristotle has a story about drinking but uh David Letterman had a thing the other night, and it was so heartwarming. He goes, you know, th- what made me just think of this was I was about to tell something that I don't talk about on the show that yeah. much. Just because, you know, yeah. I don't. No big deal. I, as I get more comfortable. My ride's here. <laughs> <laughs> that happened. Every time. That's great. So anyway, he goes, you know, I don't really reveal a lot about my personal life, but I'm going to show you a little 10-second video here. And it's probably, the, in the history of the show, the most you're ever going to get a little insight on my life at home. It's not going to be long, but it will be real, and it'll give you, you know, Mm -hmm. a little glimpse of my life. And all of a sudden, they cut to him with a – it's obviously him with a cell phone, Mm -hmm. 
and he's going, and you just know it's real. I know it is. I put money on yeah. that it's real. That's what makes it so precious. Mm-hmm. And he goes, and, he, and you know, he doesn't look great because, you know, just the sun, you know, and you're a guy, we usually see David Letterman in a black suit and, you know, the right, you know. Yeah. But he just, you know, he just looks like any guy that would mm-hmm. be out by the pool with the yeah. fucking glaring sun in his face. <laughs> You know, yeah. so uh, so uh, and he goes he goes to his son. What's his son's name? Oh shit! Um, Stuart. No, no, no. Oh. It's not. It's uh, I don't. I forget his son's name. But he's asking his son yeah. how he gets the phone from off video and over to camera. Oh wow! And he, you hear his son yeah. go, "Dad, you just slide it from video <laughs> to camera." <laughs> and that's. And it's like, that's all. Here, here's David Letterman. I know it's like everybody knows it, but still, you know, he's very much you never David Letterman. Yeah. But to his yeah. son, all he is is yeah. just, Dad, yeah. you slide it. <laughs> that's got to be, uh, especially, I, I would yeah. guess when history writes itself and we hear what type of dad David Letterman was, and I would imagine we probably will, mm-hmm. it's a good dad. With all so. his, yeah, I would think sit, so. With all his, you know, David, yeah. I'm sure he's a little he crazy. He enjoys and, his downtime so much, you would think, too. I just like think he, show and be with the family. he has great views. He's very open-minded yeah. by everything he says on the show, and I would just think he would, I hope that's true. I think it is. I think he's yeah. just raise a kid really to be a, just everything you would have to instill in a kid to make him have good values. Yeah. I bet he gives them. Yeah. And, and with all even his craziness. And when I say his craziness, you know, yeah. he's... To himself. Yeah. And that's Did you start that story saying you were going to say something about yourself? Well, I was going to say that I was saying about me being uh, not with anybody, but I, but I, but I, yeah, but uh, but now I'm enjoying being by myself. But it's not going to last for long. And then I talked about the age range of, but well, younger people, the, younger the... is usually better because yeah. I will be honest. Because in my situation, you know uh, what I do. It's nice to have somebody that can like maybe you know go go on the road, take mm-hmm. some take some trips, and they're not like. Yep. But if you're as you get older, you you should you have more of a job that you know you can't just take off and do things. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Uh, okay, no, that's no, enough. No, no, no. That's well, enough. I was gonna say. That's enough. Oh, I was gonna Are you hitting on me? You yeah. make me sick. You I, make me, me want to vomit. Me and Eddie Pepitone. Me and Eddie Pepitone were together for a little. You while. make out with Eddie Pepitone, Absolutely. right? No. <laughs> do you hate that bit? That's so funny. I love. Do it. Do you hate I it? Love it. Uh, no, I love it. I embrace it's, it. It's I, so at the silly. beginning, it was like ridiculous. It's, now it's I love so it. It's so fucking absurd. Now I love it. It's so, the audience so, so knows. ridiculous. It's so the audience knows that be, what happens in this is this is the <laughs> scenario we made up to George Carlin. We made up this uh, fake scenario yeah. with great detail. Yeah. So obviously, when I say to George Carlin, I don't mean that it's true, mm-hmm. but it, it's true that we came up with these very vivid detail that you are. And by the way, we have details to this story that are factual. You are not gay. Not that it's bad to be gay. You're just not. And Eddie Pepitone is not gay. Absolutely not. And uh, I just but, accosted him after a show. Well, you're so obsessed yeah. with him that you make a documentary about him, and then you you, you want to make out with him just yeah. because you want to yeah. just take in <laughs> some of his Eddie Pepitone. I love you, Eddie. Yeah, I love you. I love you. And he, and I, he, and he doesn't want to make out you. with you. He doesn't want to make out with you, He's, but he, lo- he appreciates what you did. You're like, if you appreciate what I did, make out with me. <laughs> and, then, and then you're caught at the improv stall making out. And uh, you're making out with Eddie Pepitone. And you caught us there, and you I caught you. Telling the story ever and since. I've been telling the story ever since. <laughs> By the way, David Letterman. A little bit more before we take a break. Last night was whatever night it was. Two nights ago, or Friday, whenever it was, was glorious for me. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm overstating it a little, and then we'll we'll take a break, and you can get out of here. Um, because David Letterman had on President Carter, mm, yeah, and it was log, yeah. it was very interesting to watch. <laughs> oh, it was very interesting to yeah. watch, and you know, you know. 
you know, he really, to me, is an unbelievable person by some of the quotes I've read that he says. And he just seems there's a man with a lot of wisdom. Yeah. You know, when you got to guess who you're going to listen to in life, mm-hmm. I know other people make completely different choices. Yeah. You know, obviously, people that are, you know, angry, bitter mm-hmm. people, they the choices they decide who's right while they're here is completely different yeah. than me. Mm-hmm. But for me, I listen to someone like him speak, and I and yeah. I go, man, that... Hey, that you can think he even did a bad job when he was the yeah. president. I know yeah. there's some people that think he did when he was in office. Yeah. Now, in hindsight, they realize, you know, they. Someone, had, but he is the, the consensus is he's better now. He's probably doing even more now. Right. He's away and from the office. might have talked about a lot of things we yeah. needed to talk about then. Yeah. But anyway, the point is um, that uh, he asked him about the solar powers, which mm-hmm. I've, whatever that, whatever the reason is that. And I don't know a lot. I didn't know. I'm, I'm, this is how little I know about politics. It's embarrassing. I didn't know even that. I just thought Ronald Reagan was loved by everybody. You know, I was in high school when he yeah. was in office, and I don't. I pay attention to social issues. And then a friend of mine, Jimmy Dore, made a joke yeah. about yeah. him about they should have when they buried. He's the only president got buried two times. <laughs> the problem yeah. is they sh- forgot yeah. each time yeah. they buried him to yeah. stick a dagger through his heart, <laughs> something like that. And I I've and never I, heard that before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. And I yeah. bastardized yeah, yeah. the joke, but but. Go go YouTube it because Jimmy obviously does it brilliantly. But whether you agree with that or not, that's not the point. The point is that I didn't even know. I was like, oh, why? What was the – and I asked Jimmy later. I said, what was – and they said, well, you know, talked about some, you know, a lot of things that uh, were just, you know, in, when history wrote itself, yeah. it makes him worse even. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Looking back now with the, a lot of the stuff. The, yeah, a lot, yeah. A lot of things. But anyway. Yeah, we can talk about it. One of the things – by the way, out of all the monumental things, this is so little, but yet it rubbed me the wrong way of just pure – infantile behavior yeah. but i never heard anybody else express it and it was that he took the solar powers off the roof after he left wow. and to me it was always like and i've talked about it on the show before it wasn't like i don't want to put money into solar yeah. powers yeah it was like well they're already up there take them down yeah yeah the, they, what is that in all showing? fairness yeah. they really? work i don't care yeah. Yeah. take them down I don't I, it's different me. i don't believe in it. it's hippie it's it's hippie shit yeah. solar power I'm afraid. Yeah. I want to spend yeah. money to watch the TV. Mr. President, Mr. President, I just want to let you know, just because I because I have a feeling that we're I have a feeling you don't understand what I'm saying, and it's probably my inability to explain mm. it. Because this guy thinks, oh, there's no fucking. He thinks we want him to spend money on them. Once yeah. he hears they're here already, yeah, yeah, yeah. we can just save money. They are working. He'll go. Well, don't talk about it, but just you know, but yeah, of course we'll keep them. No, take take them down. So he asked him about it. And I went because I always thought yeah. if that's not true, I'm investing way too much energy. Yeah. You know, someone knows the truth. They go, "That's actually not true." Reagan left them up. He just cut the budget for solar mm. power. He didn't take them down. Mm. And here was that defining moment where nope, he did. And Letterman led him into that. He goes, "Well, tell, explain who took them down." And you could tell as a as a you don't want to shit on other presidents. You yeah. really don't. I think yeah. as a president, you be you try to be yeah. careful with yeah. it. You speak, but he goes. He told him, he goes, well, he goes, you know, Jimmy Carter, not like that. He goes, yes, he goes, someone did come into office and take them down. He goes, who? (laughs) He goes, Ronald Reagan. He said it so softly, like, uh, Ronald Reagan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like and he, I went, I knew it was true. That. It was just that Letterman asked him, and he was just honest. He was him. honest, yeah. and then Letterman goes, I'm going to fuck this quote up, but Give me some reverb. Letterman goes, and I thought, oh, my God. He, uh, oh, my That's how I talk. I go, oh, my God. Oh, my God. He goes, um, I'm sitting home going, he's going to do this. He goes, Mr. Mr. President, tear down those solar powers, <laughs> solar panels. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's a fucking great <laughs> that joke. Mr. President, tear down those solar panels. 
So I was happy to find that out. I was happy to find that out. That, and I was happy to find out that that interest Letterman himself. Yeah, talk about this crotchety old fuck. He, and, and there, they, but you know what? Yeah. Um, former President Billy Carter still. Jimmy. Jimmy Carter. Yeah. Who did I say? Billy. Billy it's Carter. Fuck it. They're both fucking idiots. Anyway, <laughs> I talk all nice. And then I. No, no. Um, obviously, I don't feel uh, that way. Um, he goes. Um, he explained why he did it. Even it was still. But he, he had the decency, which he didn't owe it to him. He goes, well, they thought to show the American public that it was a little bit like that we were having a problem with yeah. petroleum. Something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you didn't want to. That's he why to when seem he strong, he wanted to seem strong. Yeah. Like yeah. That's why yeah, when yeah, we, yeah. when Mister, when President Carter was uh, ter- walking around the White House and in, mm-hmm. in, in, they would show it in shots yeah. with the sweater, telling mm-hmm. people wear a sweater and set your thermostat. There's an energy crisis. Yeah. They thought back then, no, nah, you don't want to tell the American public, you know. But of course, in hindsight, it was fine. Yeah. It was fine to put on <laughs> so a sweater. Sad. It was brilliant. Put on a sweater and turn your and do what you want the world to do. No, yeah. we don't want to be honest yeah. with people. Practical ideas. Lying to people has yeah. really gotten us in. No, lying. It's funny that lying has never gotten us anywhere, but we still think yeah. no. It's it helps. It's like yeah. it's like stupid people that yeah. lie, even though it doesn't work for you. You keep doing it because the short term gratification of long term. Yeah, mm-hmm. but when it hurts your relationship, you would think all right. But in the world, it's yeah. like yeah. Do you, do you understand? We the facts are in. Yeah. Short term gratification, long term horribleness. Yeah. yeah. Short term gratification. The facts are in every fucking goddamn time. Mm-hmm. Make no mistake about it. It will bring you some short term relief. I can't talk you out of it unless I tell the truth. It will absolutely. And boy, in that moment, it brings you. Oh God damn it! It feels good. Long term horror. Long term horror. Every fucking time. So Steve, admit it. Admit yeah. it. You made out with Eddie. Your bar mitzvah it comes. It comes back to the Eddie. That's what he's talking about. I made out with Eddie. That was the whole point of the, yeah, your story. When you're gonna, <laughs> How did I merge out of that? Exactly. That's what Jake is talking about. <laughs> Me and Eddie. So, uh, well, by the, the f- way, by the way, sorry. I, we have to take a, a break. Uh, yeah. Jimmy, Jimmy Carter, there's an incredible documentary about him called uh, Man from Plains. It's an amazing documentary about him. If, Man from Plains? Man from Plains. It's really good. It's by Jonathan Demi, and it's incredible. I know if there's any film people out there, you know, they'd like it. And hmm. political people. And people who love your show. <laughs> All right, here's... <laughs> and get the bitter Buddha, because that's why I'm fucking here. <sighs> <laughs> I do feel really good. <laughs> okay, so let's, let's actually take a break, because Gabe has to go. Yeah. Last week, uh, when the show was over, I, I hope this was, you know, I, I didn't know this about Tom, and we started talking about Bill Hicks. Mm-hmm. So I had my phone with me, so I recorded it. So uh, we, we just had an interesting, I thought, an interesting conversation, and... Uh, about Bill Hicks, nothing, nothing crazy, nothing. but uh, so we'll play it and we'll listen to it, and then uh, we'll take a break and we'll. Uh, so this is after the show last week, just with my uh, cell phone, a little after the show conversation with Tom Martin. And you said this is in Brea. Yes, yeah, so it was uh, Bill Hicks' second to last show before he died. I didn't know he was sick or whatever, but uh, Robert Hartman, who was managing the Bray Improv, and was it me. was it he was a draw like everyone knew. yeah big yeah. draw. Mm-hmm. Big draw, but I don't know if he was scheduled to do that. Now I think they canceled the week's show, and uh, Bill Hicks had asked to do a show in preparation for a show he was doing the next day or two days from then, then in Los Angeles. So he wanted a particular kind of opener, easy opener, who wasn't going to do music or blow him off the stage. Me, 
Uh, so sounds uh, like that. Bill Hicks called. He goes, "Listen, do you have anybody? I know I sound bad saying this. Real vanilla, right?" And they said, "Oh, Tom Martin." He just wanted a monologist that wasn't going to be like difficult to follow. Right. Hey, but believe let's me, set up the audience. By the way, it's exactly what I want. Right. I don't want. Some, by the way, there's a big difference. I do not want a bad comedian. When when I bring guys like, especially Bobby Miyamoto. Bobby Miyamoto goes out there every night and fucking goes boom, 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 he, and he does a really good job. I can't, but. I no, like if I was doing 20 minutes at that time, I could fucking slay. Right. I like that he's have, calm, right. and he's not, so that's what Bill Hicks So I had wanted. 20 minutes of smart material. Yeah. So Robert Hartman calls, he says, um, Bill Hicks wants someone to just come in and do 20 minutes solid. So I get there, I'm talking to Bill Hicks. Bill Hicks is being way more friendly than I had ever encountered him, because I had worked with him a couple of times in the last 10 or 15 years at the Laugh Stop, or some shitty venues. And he was a little bit more kind of uh, rough around the edges, not... Mean, but just not. He was a real asshole. Well, I wouldn't I'm say that. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. But anyway, um, <laughs> it's hey, inter- why do I have to ruin it? No, I don't ruin it. I actually only I had good good experiences. But anyway, Bill Hicks and I didn't know his condition at the time was so friendly and so nice at the time. And he said, "You don't have to stick around. Just do 20 minutes. Bring me up, and you can go home. You don't have to watch me." As if he was sort of getting me out of something difficult. Like you don't have to watch my lousy stand up. Um, and the weird thing is, I didn't. I stayed for like 20 minutes. I didn't know at the time I was missing his second to last show. I didn't know he had pancreatic cancer. I figured I'd seen him 10 times before. I'll see him 10 times again. And uh, I split probably 20 minutes into a set because I had two babies at home. My wife's waiting for me. I've seen plenty of comedy. Uh, <laughs> so I go home. I miss his second to last show. Uh, Anyway, I find out later he goes to do this big show in L.A. the next day. And this is a little bit covered in, in the autobiography that came out, American Scream, I think it's called. And um, so I don't know what the significance was of this show in L.A., if he thought he was going to live or if it was going to lead to something. But I guess the point I'm making is that, uh, aside from being close to comedy history, is that how people change, and specifically how a very interesting and good and powerful and smart person changes when they can see the finish line, when they know they're going to die for sure very soon, and how pleasant he was and how considerate he was and and just how awesome he was all the way around. And I've admired him. He's probably my favorite comedian even before that, and not because of this. I just think he's hilarious. And this sort of solidified it and confirmed that he wasn't just a brilliant guy, he was a good person and a funny person, and what he did up there was really important. I, you know what? I love what you said, like just knowing, like having the clarity of, you know, it made him nice. Yes. And, and again, I, I think, you know, no, nobody's saying he was never not nice, but you know, you know people that are maybe a little grumpy or whatever. Right. Then you just noticed a more peaceful... Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was appreciated. In the way that you were joking earlier about walking around the Grove and appreciating your eyesight and appreciating just walking right. around. He was that. He, that's how people get a lot of times when they're dying is they realize, this is it, man. I'm, this is a wonderful situation. I'm seeing, I'm experiencing, know. You know I'm what? relating. And if he was he, in that situation. He knew for sure, and no one else knew. I certainly didn't know that he was so close to... To death. If you and again, it's that cliche shit. I get it, but goddamn it, if it's just saying it right now, it makes it start sinking in a little. It's like if you can have the wisdom of someone that's dying of cancer, and, right. and you're not, life can be pretty fucking good. You're right, totally. Life can be pretty good. Why? What's going? What are you laughing at over there? Oh, yeah.
No, it's okay. Itching my foot. You can itch, you can itch your foot all you want. You know what? You deserve it. Um, you know what? Uh, I had the same thing happen sort of with George Carlin. Uh, uh, Jimmy Dore and Daniel Kino were going to see George Carlin at the Comedy Magic Club, and it was like one of his last maybe four or five performances, and I didn't end up going. I was like, fuck. And Jimmy said they were going to get pictures backstage, but he didn't want to, like, bother George. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I just want to, that sort of, and he didn't. And uh, and and uh, and then I know we got to all go home, but... Uh, I didn't know that Bill Hicks was dying either, obviously, and we had the same manager at the time, and we were doing a showcase. Duncan? Yeah, Duncan. Well, Colleen right, sort of right, worked right. very, very closely with Bill Hicks, and um, so they were going to uh, show. We were doing like a back then. A lot of managers would have like all their clients on a show, and then then they would invite as many agents and industry people as they could, and it gave you a nice stomach ache and diarrhea, <laughs> and, you, and, you, and you worked at your worst. <laughs> Because you thought you were trying to prove yourself to like a room full of people that would go, hey, you know, we could do something with him. So, uh, so, uh, but they were going to roll in some footage of Bill Hicks. So I was like, and I didn't know anything, you know. So I'm like, they asked me if, if something happened. I go, maybe we shouldn't do this, you know, because it's weird. I, I'd be honest, like sometimes when you watch a video of a video, and I had no idea, you know, that that's why it was so important to them for the showcast, you know, to roll in this footage of him because he couldn't be there, you know. Right. And then, like, I would like to think I was part of, like, you know, getting the projector ready or whatever. You know, instead <laughs> I'm like, maybe we shouldn't do it. It, it doesn't, uh, it's, I don't think it's going to work. Anyway, that's the, you, you, you know, they're, 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 that's it. That's the after show, everybody. Well, what was the video? It was of Bill Hicks. Just doing stand-up. Doing stand-up. Oh, okay. Oh, Yeah. Does that make sense? Did yeah, I leave no, that out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it, yeah. Was it a, you, a latter performance or was it an early? It was from something he had just done, and I wonder if it was you that. You talked to Duncan about this because what was he auditioning for in L.A.? Was it a final farewell, or was he trying to get something as if he thought he would live? That's well, so interesting, too. Yeah. No, no. Oh, I don't know what that was for. Maybe it was just to show him the respect of playing it that night. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, you know what? Hey, by the way, we end on some uh, on the after show. I will call Duncan and I will ask him when we played that video. Where was everything at with Bill and his life? And there you go. That was fun. I, you know what? We started talking afterwards, and it, I thought that was an interesting story. And you now it's Dover. Would you like to uh, say goodnight with a little strum on the guitar from Jake Adams to end on a peaceful note and a Bill Hicks memorial song? <laughs> That's the after show. Thought <laughs> it cool if I sit here for next week. <laughs> <laughs> and curtain, motherfuckers. I, 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 I don't want to say I hate my laugh, but <laughs> I just heard it. So that was the uh, little after the show. I hope that was okay to play. I thought it was fine. Um. So here we go. We go in for the decent. Um, I did comedy. Oh, so with that airplane going over there, me and Eddie, they, they might now we don't, we don't know if it's going to happen or it isn't going to happen, but they said, would you, the Maui film festival, yeah, the Maui film festival, would you perform you and who Eddie Pepitone? Well, they might make us an offer. The airlines, I go, well, would everybody know that we're going to perform? How would that work? Are you fucking stealing my guy? No, what do you mean stealing your guy? Eddie Pepitone. No, shut up. Are you you going to Maui with Eddie Pepitone? Yes. <laughs> Sorry. And he didn't bring you along. He's flying first, too, instead of bringing a coach ticket. What if you call him?
message after the tone. Eddie, Eddie, it's Steve. Hey, I was uh, doing the Doug Lee show and, uh, <laughs> and, uh, come sit back down, you dumb fuck. <laughs> hey, hey, uh, that's a great character. Nick was walking around. Don't you know me by now, Nick? Nick, Nick, hold on, hold on. Mm. Let me take a deep breath. <sighs> pussy. <laughs> a pussy. Pussy. A pussy. A pussy. 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 That was pretty close to what it was. <laughs> now play the real one. There's no difference. Even a detective of music yeah. couldn't what tell. What if she's no, just really getting good. banged real hard? No, come on. <laughs> Is that the type of show we do? What do you think? <laughs> but, uh, how can I make up for it? Banged. In, she has bangs in her hair. No. That's better. Is there any more soup? <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do you got any more soup? Well, I, do you have that. some soup? He said that before the show, and it made me laugh. And then I forgot why I wrote it here. So as you're all doing your thing, I'm like, is there any more soup? Is there any more soup? Oh, I did that already. Is there any more soup? Excuse me. Pardon me. Is there any more soup? Yes. Where's that happening? Is there any more soup? So anyway, let me talk about this. Everybody, take a break. Take a break. Um, I did the uh, living room show. And I want to talk about it. Room, right? yeah. yeah. Unbelievable. So much fun. You know, I realize that there must be a lot of people that go to that that don't know what to expect. Sure, there's, a, there's an inner group that knows because they've been to it before. But, like, when you go there, it's like you. I was thinking about this. You, no one knows what to expect. Like, it's set up great. Like, they have those. They, they did every fucking thing right. Like, yeah. if you're a comedian, you know how picky I am. Mm-hmm. If you're a comedian and you listen to this show and they call you to do your show, do it. Yeah, because you're gonna have a good time. Yeah, and it's they set it up so right. You know, it's like a lot of the things that I talk about. Like if you don't have a lot of money for lighting, I've said this a million times. You go to Home Depot, you get those clamp-on lights. You know where you squeeze them and they open up, yeah. and then you let them go and they tighten up on something. They had three of those with an extension cord, and then they bought those lights that we have in the studio, the fiber, yeah. so they can yeah. make it red, blue. They can put red, so the lighting. That's the cheapest way. You have crazy awesome lighting. Yeah. They have a PA system set up. They introduce the show. There's a green room. They put black sheets up. It's comfortable. It's a good show. People want to be there. It's not like bullshit. The, yeah, and then they have a second TV out back, mm-hmm. and they have chairs set up. Last night they had a fire going, mm-hmm. and then they show the show out back. But everybody was paying attention. It was like it, it was like just one of those crowds that really respects comedy. Yeah, it was so it was it was fun. It was great. They they made it's not at someone's house because it's second to a thing it's someone that cares go we'll do it they love comedy so much yeah. that you go i'm gonna do this once a month i know i can control every single thing i want to control in my house someone must you know it takes the person that looks at their home and goes we could maybe has a pretty big living room it has to be that yeah and they coincidentally do and they have the backyard so it does work but they made it work you know yeah. 
And uh, it was so much fun. And then afterwards, um, uh, I bought pizza. I, there's nothing like buying pizza and then everybody eats it. Because yeah. once in a while you buy it and it's one of those nights and people all leave by the time it gets there. But I bought some pizzas and then some cinnamon sticks. Oh. I was so mad because they didn't put extra icing on them. It was so foolish, <laughs> so ridiculous yeah. of me. I said extra icing, and I know what it looks like when they put extra icing. It looks less than normal icing. It's already got a lot of cinnamon and a lot of sugar, but you know how when you're yeah, you want have, extra icing. have some fresh air. I expected to open that box and there's white icing, like yeah. like on a good cheese pocket at a Jewish deli, just like thick icing. Yeah, you just want to rub it all over your face. The icing, <laughs> just getting nasty with it. You're the guy that sick. doesn't understand. So anyway, and then so they have it all set up great, and and then out front there's a food truck. Out right smack front of the yard, there's a food truck, truck. a taco truck. Yeah, it's good. And it's good, and it's nice, and they're friendly, and it's like, that's, that's, was awesome. I want to go, I stayed there. You know, the joke was, I go, then then I was, later we were talking to some, uh, 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 there were some, there were some really nice people hanging out at the end. Some of them worked uh, as interns for Funny or Die. Yeah. And then they stayed the latest. And, uh, (laughs) (laughs) It's so great every goddamn time. Like that's what I would brag over. I was talking to some interns from Funny or Die. Will Ferrell, Adam McKay. No, I said they were interns. I didn't say they were stars. Successful. You know, you make your jokes. Meanwhile, I'm making connections. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, they hung out and uh, and. it was just it was just everybody was fun to talk to and the joke I was like at like twelve o'clock after the show was ended or even like eleven, uh, Justin Wilman and uh, yeah. and I were the two. We stayed. We're the only two that stayed. We probably st- we stayed the longest and then he eventually left. But he's got a girlfriend, so you know you can't stay out all night. And uh, I the joke became at midnight. I was like, what if it was like turns into like. Five in the morning, and the story is, yeah, that was fun, man, but he was here at like five in the morning. I just don't know when to leave. And that was the bit, but guess what? At 2.30, the bit was becoming reality, <laughs> and that's when I, I went, okay, you got to leave. You, and so really, I was like, and they're like, no, we're staying up. I go, you got to be comfortable to just kick me out, because yeah. it was me, the funnier or Die guys. I don't remember Whoa. other names. Was- Funny videos. <laughs> Oh, you don't even know. Yeah, <laughs> but it's yeah. not even funny or die, which is the trademark that would be prestigious, you might think. But it's just like, oh, funny videos. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Let me tell you something. Jokes like that, we deliver. And the hits just keep on coming. All righty. <laughs> it's the truth. When this show, you talk, and we tell stories, and then we play this. And the hits just keep on coming. At right. Kansas City Radio. Kansas City. Kansas City, Kansas City. Kansas City. Everyone take it easy. I'm trying to relax on the show more. Don't be afraid to, like, slow down. You know, there's no hurry. I'm getting better at this, I hope. I think these are going to be my, my golden years. But look at this when I just learned. When did this happen all of a sudden? Look at us. Just Watch. trying to relax. Take a deep breath. Sometimes when you're hanging out at the house, uh, you there's a moment where you just re, you know, you re-energize. You re, you start all over again. Sometimes you end up right back where you were. Sometimes you start something else. 
You don't know what you're going to do, but you just shh. Talked about the living room show. I give it thumbs up. I really do. I want that. I want. Oh, you know, the, can I tell you the only two things I gave him as advice? That way, if they're listening, yeah. and they Matt, Matt and uh, Frank are their names. That's yeah, the yes, exactly. Yeah. Matt, Matt and Frank. Frank, uh, he has the his bedroom is the green room, okay. and it's clean. It's right. That's yeah, another yeah, yeah. goddamn yeah. thing I give him credit for. It's clean. Look, I don't care. What do you but think he's gonna leave his dirty underwear on the ground? I, I've done shows. I've gone to people's houses to do podcasts. Yeah. Um, and you get in there in the bathroom. You know, clean to them means they picked shit up probably yeah. that was on the floor. But you're like, but you went into that bathroom last night. It was, it was like you could tell that someone at their house that keeps their bathroom really clean. Yeah. Is that a big deal? No, but guess what? It still feels better. You're doing a show there. Everything about it was set up right. It was, it was clean. You felt like you were in, you know, the, you were lucky. You. Someone opened up their house to a cool show. That's how, like I said, that's how much they like coming. I'm not over complimenting no, it either. Great. Let's talk what to Frank you? and Matt right now. Let's let's talk to Frank and Matt. Tell them tell them how you feel. Directly to Frank and Matt. Oh, well, yeah. Frank and Matt, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> what are you, a therapist? Yeah. Well, I, I, don't, I won't do it that way because it seems so funny, but it is very nice to, to actually do it that way. But there was one more thing I wanted to say about that show that I love so much. Oh, so here's, what I, here's another thing that I loved about it was, um, oh, the two things I told him to do. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It goes from a compliment to my advice. Okay, uh, this is it. Uh, and if they listen, yeah. then I give this... These are the only two things I want them to change. Frank One, and Matt, if you're listening. Frank and Matt. One is little. And by the way, once I found out they had those fiber, fiber optic lights, mm -hmm. I was like, oh, that's just a dial away on your phone. I pictured it looked like they had three 200-watt bulbs. Yeah. It was very bright. I think I give this place thumbs up enough to make. Yeah. I'm only doing this because I have so much love for them. Yeah. I hope they hear this. And that way, like maybe they heard what I said when I was there, but they forget about it. Now there's no way they're not. Change the lights. Make it a little gentler on stage. Put a little red. Put a little blue. You know what? I'd rather see you go a little bit where it's too dark for one show where people go, you know what? That was great. But And then smidge it back up. That's how dark. But yeah. it's, you still got to yeah. see people. You still got to their faces. Yeah. One other thing, which we didn't have that problem last night. Not that I'm bragging. I said, have a cutoff. Don't. Uh -oh. th with people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They said one night there was like 300. I'm like, first of all, how fucking cool is that? But I said, make a number judgment to where you think it's turning into too much of a mob scene, and that's what's going to take away from what's special yeah, about yeah. it. Because last night it was perfect. Matter of fact, there could have been – just to let you know I'm not – I know mm -hmm. what I'm talking about. There could have even been more, and it still would have been perfect. Yeah, but it wanted to be comfortable but, and not like pack yeah, it in. It's the, worth it. Yeah. It sucks to have to turn away people because there's something – you're proud of what you do, and they should yeah. be. And you know, you want as many people to come in and experience this. It became a popular show, and now everybody wants to go. It's, you know, but it will keep popular. Yeah. Yeah. Don't make that the story, you yeah. know. But the, but but a set, again, uh, that's a it's a good problem to have. It's great. Yeah. And it, when you walked in, they played great. You know what song they played as everyone was coming in? It was really nice. Alright, don't be a wise ass. That's not the song. Don't you be a dumbbell. Did you ever watch Dish Nation? That show where they make fun of shows? No. I've oh, okay. It's it's like not even. It's so un. I don't even think they're trying to be funny. That's why I feel bad judging them. So I, I think I'm going to keep my mouth shut. Was Andy Kendall? I don't the think. Host? No, he's not the host. <laughs> why would he be the host? It's a horrible show. You're not wrong to judge though, because that show. I've never watched it. I just see the yeah. commercials. Can I tell so you? Terrible. I'm going to preface yeah. this better because I'm. This is this is how paranoid I am. I don't dislike any of them. None of them are not funny. Yeah. They're not. They're 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 just being. I don't know what it is. Like, are they at a radio show? 
and they are insinuating like they're taking that footage from something, or is that the set of what they do? Then why are they at a radio? It looks like I think Middle America knows what a radio station looks like. Mm. So if that's what it is, and then I thought I don't think it is. So it's very confusing. Does, it, does this make any sense to anybody? I've never seen it. What do you, do you have? You seen it? I haven't seen it. Just from the commercial, that looks like a like a bit of a mess. Thank you. <laughs> oh, your ride's here because you've let yourself go. You're six pounds overweight. What if that's, you know, you got so nervous because you got six pounds overweight? Who cares? You know what I was listening to? I've been really, because uh, I, 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 I got rid of my blue Volvo cross-country station wagon. Ooh. What did you? Ooh. Wait, wait. What did, what did, what did, what did you, you get? What did you get, Todd? What did you, what did you get? get? Come on. Guys, I'm, I, to George Carlin, what are you driving now? as that yeah. was coming out of my fucking mouth, when I had cross, I go, there you go. I got a Prius. Whoa! Whoa! Black. Whoa! I tell you the truth. You want to know what I did? I treated myself. That's stupid, but I, but, but I, I don't know why I wanted to do it. The carpet, <laughs> god damn it! Just do it now and get it out of the way, please. What kind of carpet can did you I put can, in there? Can I get a one-time pass on this so I can tell you this because it's gonna seem. So yeah, I swear to God, we won't what do interior? it. Interior. What's the interior? Okay, I know what that means because you're not. Yeah. I'll just tell it and I'll take it. I just have to ramp up for this because I know it's coming. But I, to George Carlin, this really is what I was gonna tell. But I keep forgetting the bit. You have to understand, yeah. really, Todd, you didn't know. Yeah. You forget the bit. We're doing a show. And then you go, oh, I've, we've established this running theme through the show. And it's amazing how many times your story's back into where you now are aware that this would be apropos. With that in mind, here we go. So, <laughs> so I don't like the carpeting that's in the Priuses that comes with it. But it's not a big deal. But I just you can, they're, like, cheap, you know. So, no offense. But, like, when you get, like... You know, probably like a Range Rover or a Lexus, the carpeting in those. So I took it to this upholstery place, and they just replaced the carpeting with, like, Lexus carpeting. Like, with the mats that are perfectly bound and, you know, and then put that in the car. And I love it. I feel inside now, like, great. Oh, cool. Yeah, it's cool, man. You guys are assholes. <laughs> to George Carlin. Fuck you. <laughs> how about that? To George Carlin. That's how much I wanted that other thing. One thing feels so good, and the other thing, even in a bit, feels shitty. Like, you tell this story, and then it gets... Yeah, good for you, man. Yeah, good for you. But what do you think of my carpeting story? For real? Woo! <laughs> 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 felt good I swear to God it still felt good I'm not even joking it still felt good um okay so uh oh so when I'm listening to XM in my car because I got so many channels God you guys I love it I swear to to George Carlin, I don't every time. It's so much fun. But I, this is when people people either get into my weird head of just breaking bits. I get it. I get it. I even get the people that 
that go, mm-hmm. I just, he breaks bits too much, but I can't stop doing it, you know? And that's like during this bit. It's very hard for me not to like every time go, you forget and you, and when it comes out, it's like you feel the last word coming out of your mouth, but I got lost in my thoughts. <laughs> I knew what I was sort of saying. This is when I start editing, but I'm not going to. I just got a little lost, and I admit it. Uh, by the way, the listening audience is often, when I'm lost, they're not lost at all because they, rem- they, they just go, well, he, he, he drifted off. Mm-hmm. And that's, when I, that's the part when I get lost, yeah. when you hear a story with no end. And you go, oh, that's your whole show. That's your whole show. So there's that. So the living room show, we talked about that. I have that story about drinking. Oh, yeah, you used to drink and, and get into and you, you, Isn't it true that Aristotle, that one night, one of our listeners, and I quote, said that they were in a bar and they overheard you say, and I quote. <laughs> the guy doesn't know how to do the I quotes. Eventually he does it right, but he takes them a while. And so one of our, list, one of our and I in quote, say listeners, sent in... A tran- uh, the emailed us, and you said over you were overheard at a bar saying, and I quote in quotes, either I'm getting fucked or someone's getting punched. <laughs> is that true that, the, the, that that's how you when you go out at night? Is that the type of attitude and Definitely. the aggression that you bring into these bars? Definitely, that's how I ask for a beer. <laughs> by, the way, by the way, I thought about that would be a great line for a dick in a movie. Yeah. And I don't know if I heard it or I made it up. I'm being honest. Someone would go, yeah. Todd, that's in this movie. It seems like it should be in a movie. Mm-hmm. Just a, it's an angry, dumb guy. Now, by the way, that's, there's truth to that statement. What that's a lot again? of guys. Either, hey, either I'm getting fucked or yeah. someone's getting punched. Yes. And there's probably guys like that out there. You know what I mean? They have a lot of aggression. They go out at night. They, they don't hook up. Then they get angry, and they don't know how to express that they're really disappointed. They get angry, and then they're punching. So if I don't get fucked, someone's getting punched. They're just at home punching the walls. Just punching the walls. <laughs> Is that what your mom does? I'm really into your mom jokes lately, and I think I would have gotten that out of my system, but I'm loving it. They're coming back. Like, it's just being so mean. And I, the grosser, the funnier. Over the top, because it's so unnecessary, and I think that's what makes me laugh. Your mom's, your mom's pussy was, yeah, your mom's unnecessary. But I don't want that to be my show. I mean, you know, we have a... Pussy. A bougie. Pussy. 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 A pussy. 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 Excuse me, do you have any pussy? Pussy. 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 It's a guy it's a really feminine guy trying to learn French. Pussy. 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 Hi girls. Is that your hi, pussy. Is that your pussy? Pussy. Oh, look at my puss, look at my puss, puss, look at my puss. Pussy. Pussy. <laughs> I, give you, I give you a D minus for that, for that last Q, but an A plus for everything else in the show. Pussy. 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 <laughs> Not doing it right. Pussy. Pussy. I don't sound French. Pussy. He just sits home at night because he wants to go out to the bars and meet. Pussy. 
Pussy. And meet girls. That's yeah. true. Yeah, Believe it does. or not, you thought this guy was going to be gay, and he's not. He's not. Pussy. He just listens to the CD, How to Learn to Be French. Just his voice sounds like that. Pussy. 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 Okay, this isn't worth paying for, and you're not. <laughs> so that's why I always remind you that. You know what? Even yeah. free, if yeah. it's not good, is is not yeah. good. I don't want to. I always say that. Even though I make a lot of jokes about, oh, it's free. You know what? I say that jokingly because who gives a shit if something's free? It still has to be good. So I apologize. I don't want to make that joke anymore. You deserve. You you know if what? You, you know what? No, I make that. my money at the clubs. If, you, if you're listening to this show a second time, if it's the second time you're listening to this fucking episode, go back. Just, just fast forward. Just fast forward. That, oh, like this thing, period like, right so you now. you remember now, so you remember. Thank so you. So next time you listen, you know how to fast forward. Like 20 seconds. That's yeah, well, I, that's you all. know what? I'm, I'm, I'm honored that you would even say that it's only 20 seconds because I thought it was more like a minute. <laughs> all right, if, maybe. No, I'm saying, well, don't be rude. Uh, <laughs> all right, so here's what we're going to do. Dish Nation. Do we, what if I was really going back to topics to really? So we talked about Dish Nation. Everyone got their... No one saw it. That's I, what I go back to. You didn't see it? <laughs> okay, so we talked that out. Did you see it? I don't know. Dish Nation, nobody saw it. I, had, so. I talked about that a little. Do you remember, Have you ever seen it, Aristotle? You said you saw a commercial for it or something? Never I, even heard of the show. Oh, well. I was just going to mention some more about it, but nobody's seen it. A yeah, li- yeah. Have, Could, you yeah. never. Who said they saw a commercial for it? Somebody here at this table said that. Are you talking no, about somebody said it. Do you uh, guys swear no. to God? If I re-listen to the show, and I'm and I yes, I had a little fresh air, but I could have sworn a little while back that somebody said something like I didn't see it, but I saw a commercial for it. Nobody did. No. Aristotle, no, no. I'm your friend, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I need you to look at me and be honest with me. I, I think, and I trust you. Therefore, I'm I'm almost glad I think it was you because if you tell me it wasn't, I can. I trust you. You have an honest face. You're just, your soul is so honest and so, so, so much. It's so good to be able to know that you could always trust Aristotle. Maybe one day he'll show up a little late. Yeah. Maybe he might, you know, but he has never yet. Mm-hmm. But he'll always be honest. Did you? Was it you? Was it you that said, and I will re-listen to the show, but I think it was you that said you didn't see it, but you saw a commercial for it. No, I was talking about a show called Irish Fration. Well, in all fairness, and I'm not a fucking idiot. You're lucky because I'm smart enough to know that makes sense. As soon as you said it, I thought, oh, Iron Fresh Fration. Yeah. Dish Nation. I'm like, oh, my God. So, But I did think you said it. I like to make yeah. Aristotle lie for a bit. <laughs> he can't go any other way. I look at him and I give him strict rules with yeah. my eyes. I go, obviously, in this bit, you have to say it. But by the way, now to George Carlin, out of the bit, yeah. you were the one that said you saw the commercial for it, right? Yeah. That's He's the only I, one who has any idea. About yeah, but you know, right, that bit's but, over. Now listen, on the phone, do you want to get... No, I was going to do that. You know, remember what we were talking about when you were younger, you would have a radio... And you would you yeah. would make a fake radio show with you and your brothers? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Were we talking about that on the show before? I mm-hmm. think you've, I've heard you talk about that before. Yeah, you make yeah. it. T- you make you'd make tapes, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, and you would yeah, make you and Graham were talking about fake that. radio yeah. show. Now this is what this seems like <laughs> in those last five minutes. <laughs> I like. Well, it's time to get serious now. It is. <laughs> this is it. Is there any soup? <laughs> I I just read that to soup? myself, but then I just. I'm gonna go to the um, I'm gonna go to the bathroom, guys. I don't know if you wanna. Okay. Oh, you, you need to go. As, oh, well, listen. Yeah. 
I just want to go to the bathroom. I have to, I just, you don't mind, right? Just no, do, no, no, I'll take a show. break. You don't, no, you can continue the show. I don't oh, care. We'll just take a break. All right. Well, we'll decide. Oh, my God. He ran in there, and he's playing in the toilet. So good on my face. Oh my hold on, hold on, gosh. hold on, hold on, hold on. I think we deserve it to our listeners. Stop to 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 lead in better with that. We deserve to paint a picture. They'll go so far and do so much with us. But let's have a few footsteps into the yeah. bathroom. Yeah. Let's if, if you do a half-ass job, it helps yeah. them. Yeah, I'm just gonna. You guys, I'm sure they got it? there. Well, they all got there. They did what they had to do. They went. Yeah. Ah, they, ah. See, they're already in the bathroom. We got to make. But let's let people click, click, we're click. Slam of the door. Don't go. try to overtalk me. I'm going to the bathroom. Steve Fine Arts. Let me set it up. How's the bitter Buddha? Well, it's not doing so well. Uh, how's your How's your gu- bitter Gouda? <laughs> That's the cheese you served. <laughs> all right, listen. Hey. So what did you say? Now we're going to go right back in. You have to go to you have to go to the bathroom. I just have to use the bathroom. Oh, we'll, yeah. we'll we'll continue. Oh Jesus! You didn't have to walk away so quick. It still works. I love it. Okay. Oh shit. Always. Oh, All right. Well, we'll do the show without him. He's going into the bathroom. He said he had to go to the bathroom really bad. Hey, turn the mic on. Is it, hold on. The he's, okay. Just, the mic on? There he goes. Okay. So he's in the bathroom. Oh my. What is he doing in there? Ooh, the water. Ooh, the toilet water. He, mm. he doesn't know the mic's on. Everyone be quiet and let's just listen to him. It feels so cold on my face. I love it. Mm. Ooh, it's gross almost the way he says it. He's like making love to the water. Listen closely. This is my favorite fucking thing. Oh, 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 it feels great. Okay, this is embarrassing. We're going to have to look him in the eye. Turn the mic off in the bathroom. Let's just talk without him. We'll turn it back on. Obviously, I hear him. We have the mic off, but I hear him just in the room from the bathroom. It's embarrassing. But let's say, this is embarrassing. He's in there. Do you hear what he's doing? Listen to what's happening. And then I'll tell you the problem. He's going to come back here, and we're going to have to look him in the eye. Turn the mic on again. Mm. I want to drink. Oh, I'm drinking the water. Oh, this isn't bad. It isn't bad. Really Turn the mic oh off. Turn God, the mic feels... off. Turn the mic off. I'm gonna vomit. Actually, I was curious. It seemed like you cut him off mid-sentence. What was he saying? Oh, this feels so good on my face and my hair, all over my body. This is oh, this is, is it... making me sick. I love playing the victim. I love playing the appalled. You know what? I've never been so playing in the toilet. Now, oh, here he comes walking back to the table, and we're gonna have to talk to him. Listen, here he comes walking back. Hey, Steve, yeah. what were, or were you just going to the bathroom in there? Yeah, I just had to go to the bathroom. I just had to go, you, don't, you, don't, you don't care about that. I, mean, I was only well, waiting for like two minutes. I don't want to sakes. embarrass you. Yeah. But we have a microphone in there. What? So what? Who cares? <laughs> I don't care. Well, you don't, you don't care? I, I have nothing to hide. I was just using the you bathroom. You don't care? I was, I was just using the bathroom. I care. I care. I, was just using I the, care. I didn't do anything in there. I care. I care. I care. I care. That's right. I care. I really care. I really care. I care. I care. So perfect. I really care. I care. The topic you, you mentioned, mentioned it has my full attention. I care. I care. I really care. Look out, Louis C.K. You say, I really care. 
topic you mention, it has my full attention. The topic you mention, it has my full attention. The topic you mention, it has my full attention. The topic you mention, it has my full The topic you mention, it has my full attention. The topic you mention, it has my full attention. Oh, here he comes. Steve. I'm back again. We'll stop walking and then talk. Oh, there okay. we go. Hey, guys, I'm back. What were you doing in there, buddy? I was just playing with the water. I was having a good time. Oh, I, was, I, thought, yeah, I love no, the way you the bit. The whole bit is that we're supposed just, to you deny it. But once just, you say, oh, you were, yeah, oh so you admit it. I was admitted. just taking a bath in the, in I the I know, but toilet. did you hear did some of the things you were saying? I don't think it was weird. I think I like a little water. I mean, when you, you take a saying, bath, oh, a little I water in your mouth doesn't matter. Who cares? Oh, I, well, I guess there's well, no I have nothing to hide. You were saying, like, fuck me, fuck me. No, I was oh, just you know having the, a good time. I have a good time with the water, the toilet water. It's a thing I used to do when I was a child, and I, and I like it. Did you ever? What's the youngest? I know it's an often asked question, but I, but I think it's a good one. Uh, youngest? What's the? Yeah. What's the first memory you have? First ever? Oh wow! Does, uh, did, did, have I, you yeah, ever, no, no. I, I'm trying to. Do you have one? I've had that before. Yeah, four years old, I think. Maybe four, four, I think four or five. That sounds about right. I think I was in my my first house. Uh, yeah, just upstairs in my bedroom. Yeah, I think it just nothing. Nothing major happened, but I, but I think I was going to sleep, and I had a weird. I always remember a dream when I was four years old. That's actually kind of what I remember. Well, here's what someone. Yeah. Not like that ghosts. there's a right way to answer this yeah. question or not, but I had this conversation with somebody, and they said, a lot of times what happens is, mm-hmm. uh, you, you think, well, I don't know if that was my first memory. Like you think like you're you're yeah, you're pretty sure. Now. It's what I remember. But, now, but guess but what? I, That's yeah, it. Yeah. That's the question. Exactly. It's not like if you whatever you say, whatever you can yeah. conjure up in your head at the moment. Well, that's it. Yeah, that's the memory that can come to surface. Mm-hmm. You might go, oh, I have to have a memory from three. Well, it's not coming to surface. Yeah. So with that way of looking at it, uh, you know, huh. mine is that uh, going into a sample house. You know, when you look at a home to buy a new home, we. we uh. <laughs> Shutters. <laughs> it's a lot of work to do that, but it's so much fun. Okay, I'm not gonna go up. Okay, so 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 uh, we were looking at the at the house, and yeah. and there was no. I wanted to drink a water, mm-hmm. and in the faucet, it didn't work. Yeah, and I just remember that being like, and then I think someone explained like, you know, no, there's no water. And they were explaining that to my parents, like yeah. you know, there's no water, and that's uh-huh. in my memory, that's and that's that's the weird one. Do you, do you have one? Can you conjure up one? Because when I we was... first said it, you looked like you didn't have one. Yeah, I didn't have one until you said whatever comes up first, and I guess what came up, not first, but I guess the earliest, as far back as I can go, was a birthday party I had, and I remember opening up uh, a present. That my aunt gave me, but I already knew that what she had gotten me because I was there when she bought it. But I still had to act surprised, <laughs> and it was a big uh, T Rex from Jurassic Park that came with a little guy in a cage that he ate. And how old are you at this point? I don't know. I don't remember. There was pictures. And well, that's I the whole say point like of the story. Like five, five, yeah. maybe six. He was twenty years old. <laughs> he goes. I was. He goes. I was twenty-two. It was. A, it, was it was next year. Um. Yeah, that's it. That's it. But isn't that weird? Like now, but now sometimes you can that you're thinking it, you can start 
bringing back some. You can go, oh, wait, I did have another one. But you have to, you know, would you, do you have one? The first memory. To that, George Carlin. Yeah, what I can remember, I think I was four years old. And my sister was maybe six or seven at the time. And uh, McDonald's was having that game where you have McDo- uh, Monopoly pieces. And you go through it. And we really wanted to win as my family. It was me, my sister, and my mom. And we, my mom would make us go outside McDonald's and go through the trash can. <laughs> <laughs> and see if we could f- like find the drinks and the pieces and pick them off and then put them on. But the sad thing is we did all that work and we never won anything. Can, can, I, can, I, can you t- – I'm going to ask you a question. And to George Carlin, you owe it to your mom to answer this honestly, to George Carlin. Mm-hmm. The picture of you picking stuff out of the trash was more because your mom was like silly and young and like did it. You guys yeah, weren't my mom like used to do stand up, so she right. was like very silly. So it was like, it was I like, remember her videotaping it as well. Right, I can picture my with my niece doing yeah. this. It's but there's the other picture of someone going, "Go out there and get the <laughs> things out of the trash, so your mom can get some Paul Malls." She has a whip. yeah, <laughs> but, yeah. She so but she's like. Get that shit out of the trash. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Your mom was doing it with you yeah, almost yeah. in a very okay. Yeah, I remember having fun doing it, you know. <laughs> I love it. I love what a what a memory. <laughs> did you go? Yeah. What was yours? Well, oh, yours. And I have uh, do you, do you have one? Yeah. Oh, great. Anyway, so I remember no, uh Beneath it's snowing Remember what this is? Paul Anka. <laughs> okay, that's making a big deal about nothing, and that's what we do that's in the Todd Class Show. Hey, fun. Steve, you want me to make a big deal about nothing? Yeah. I want to hear your youngest memory. Look, we treat people nice around here. Well, he's walking over. Make him feel special. <laughs> Nick's waving, good. George Carlin. George Carlin. Yeah, to George Carlin. Uh, this is what I can remember. And uh, Thank you for gonna, doing that because no, he tried to pull a quick one a few uh, weeks ago on the show. My sister-in-law has blueberry hair. <laughs> okay, so go ahead. What happened? No, it's, it's going to sound stupid because it, it's... Nothing but, stupid. Okay, this right. is a safe zone. When I was in uh, kindergarten, for some reason, I remember it was Halloween and I lost confidence when I went to the bathroom and I just didn't think I could wipe. So I was in the bathroom for maybe 30, 45 minutes. Class was dismissed to go to lunch. And uh, my teacher, who was dressed in a giant pumpkin costume, he came knocking on the door asking me what was going on, if I was okay. And I just remember losing total confidence and asking him, can you wipe my butt for me? And then he was giving me step-by-step directions through the door. Because legally, he couldn't do This is the greatest one in the world. This is a detailed one that... That you love because it's like you specifically remember this. How old are you at the time? Kindergarten. I don't know my age. You so. were five. Yeah, it must have been five. Yeah. So. Uh, and I don't uh, know we'll talk pulled, about you know not knowing that through. after the show. I want to. Right. I have a doctor. I want you to see. <laughs> uh, that's just. God, what a vivid memory! And in the pumpkin outfit. And then I have random. Uh, go ahead. You ever got self-conscious of your Halloween costume like midway through the night as a kid, and then you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, or were no, you always just that, super confident? Is that what you wanted? No, I didn't do a costume that much. I would just sort of go out. Mine was always a parody of a costume. You know what I mean? Like uh, I, I, like I. Ooh, 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 too 
good for Halloween. Cool cop. Like I would wear the glasses that my friend had and stand next to him and go, I'm I'm him. <laughs> <laughs> or one time I put tinfoil all I stole this idea from my brother Michael. It's the best costume in the world. It's cheap. You wrap tinfoil around your face, like a whole roll of it. You have someone wrap it around your face. That sounds dangerous. You, no, no, it's not. You punk you puncture holes in the in the nose and the eyes. You make really nice, you know, holes. And uh, obviously, when you make the holes, you don't just stick it into your eye. You 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 know. And then you wrap it around. You take one, and then you take another roll, and you make a big ball of tinfoil. And you go out as tinfoil man. You make a name tag, and then you walk around all night. And you take pieces of your big round tinfoil. You know, you have a ball yeah, of tinfoil. Yeah. It's like you get it like you use two rolls, whatever you got to use to get it. I don't know how many my brother used. Um, and uh, but when he when I did it, to be honest, I didn't have a big ball. like My brother did because I realized ooh, one roll of tinfoil doesn't really make yeah. it. My brother must use like three. But anyway, he would give people pieces of tinfoil all night and go. Ugh. <laughs> and then he was tinfoil man <laughs> no one could guess who he was because he had tinfoil around his face it was great nobody knew that it was my fucking brother I didn't know I don't think till halfway through the night it was a party I was having but I forgot my brother was showing up I did not know like I was yeah. like, wait, that's my brother. <laughs> They're like, yeah. I go, you know, when you it's your brother, so yeah. you think of your brother differently, but then you're like, oh, that's the best fucking costume in the whole world. That's you know, so he had a lot of those good ideas. Like, he, uh, I remember like when he, because he's like three years older than me, so at one point that's like a big deal, you know. And then he would always let me hang out with him and his friends. This could be one of my favorite episodes just because I get to experience that. It's so great every time. I swear to God, of course. You know, my to me, it seems so obvious as it's coming out of my mouth that, you know, my paranoid high head. I'm thinking people like, come on, Dad, you have to be walking them into this. Really? No, it, they're not. They're not obvious until they're coming out of your mouth. OK, like I don't, I'm very nervous that I might tell a story about redoing a chair with le- new leather, you know. That's the thing. So anyway, I'm redoing my chair in my house with new leather. Oh. So anyway, but I'm not. Anyway, so um, <clears throat> so what were we talking about? Halloween. So Halloween. Um, what about Costume, it? Costume. The oh, the tinfoil. Yeah. So yeah, your my brother would let me hang. Okay, we already did this. Yeah. yeah. Oh. So so there's no reason to do it again. <laughs> I like how I try to lecture you guys out of doing a second. You, you go, we'll do it a second time if we want, motherfucker. You can't tell us. So we've done it here, and we might do it again. <laughs> Show a little fucking respect, Todd. That's you to me. Yeah. You're like, yeah, we so can repeat we it. We can do it. Yeah. Okay. So can I ask you if you're going to? Can you at least just let me know, or you won't? Is, Maybe. You want to do it again? Okay. So I'll just tell it. So I don't have to tell that part of the story. You know, I'm out with yeah. I'm out with my brother. Well, yeah. And then we're we you mm-hmm. know and and you get to hang out with people that are a little older, so that's well, like a big deal. So, so, uh, oh, he, when we were going to a party once. Falls <laughs> 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 almost. Steve Finance goes. Huh? Huh? <laughs> no, party's not. Everyone can go to a party. It's not a big deal to go to a party. But this next part, I swear to, to George Carlin, it seems like I'm saying this, but I'm not. <laughs> Maybe I'm, do I have so Don't much fresh air. Just, okay. Yeah. So my brother told me, you want to you wanna do like something cool when you go to a party, go to McDonald's and spend 20 bucks on hamburgers. <laughs> so you get 20 because it was like whatever they were back then, you know. Yeah. And you could get a big bag of cheeseburgers and a big bag of plain hamburgers. And, uh, but I modified it. I modified it. I would get um, 
hamburger, ketchup, no onions, no no onions. I think yeah. that's sort of what yeah, no is cleaner. So I, that's what I would do. I would bring 40 hamburgers, no cheese, ketchup, that's it. Hamburgers, bring 40, three bags, walk in. Guess what? 90% of the time everybody eats them, but there are those times when just people, oh, I can't eat McDonald's. You're like, oh, come, yeah, on. come on, eat it anyway. I just spent 40 bucks. Ooh. Nah, I made that story up. No, I didn't. <laughs> Actually, I didn't. I've done it. But uh, now the hamburgers are more money. Well, what are you going to do about it? You know, what are you going to do? I like little baby ducks. I love little country streams. Sleep without dreams. Sunday school and hay. Well, this is where I let... Everybody on the show decide how we're going to take it home. We are. We we said we went in for the descent a while ago. What's this? We want to use as many of these as we can. We want people to get their money's worth. You know, if we're going to take a break, we'll come right back. I guess Todd's coming back. <laughs> All right. The Todd Glass Show's coming right back. Wait right there. Oh, we don't got to play the jingles like that. And then we played a lot of these, right? Hey, how about coming in a little sooner, Joe? I gotta wait to hear that whole jingle to get the part I like the best. I'm kidding, Joe. I, I respect everything you do. I don't want you to now that you have your new studio to think you're unappreciated. Ah, the talk last show, the highways and the byways. That's right, and the hits. And the hits just keep on coming. Is that good enough? Um, I don't usually do this, but a lot of times we're going in for the close. I just like to make sure. Does anyone want to hear this one again? Don't be shy. It's the hits. Just sure. keep. You want to hear it again? Yeah, I want to hear it again. Right, can you play it for him yeah. again? And the hits just keep on coming. Was that okay? That was pretty good. Okay. What do you think? I don't know. What do you guys think? I think. I, to me, and to be honest, and I don't want to see him, I'd play it again. I think there's probably some people that it are still be, enjoying it. again, maybe. Yeah. yeah. And the hits just keep on coming. Okay, so we have that. This one, I feel like we played enough. Although, when we did it, it's something about it. It's like, if you're going to let yourself go there. But, you know, I think we did it. I knew you were coming. I had to bake the But cake. enough. Bake but enough. Cake. I mean, that's enough. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sometimes people go that first... It's almost funny to keep redoing it again, you know? It's like, uh, but, yeah, you know. One more time, maybe. <laughs> you know, pause it. Some people, they're telling me, I get the emails that write at the, whatever that is. Like, that, they're like, just stop it right after that. That's all I need. There's something about, hey, we talk, they talk. Then it's like, hey, hey, here's a, an opinion of mine. And then, yeah, it's like, uh, hey, hello, everybody. I'm Todd Glass. I'll be right back. Hey, what's up? My name is Steve Finite. Hey, here's, I'm going to put my dick on the table. All right. Is that where I have to take it? My shit comedy? Don't be ridiculous. Okay. Well, I want to thank everybody. We're going to... Let me tell you. Here's the the fun part. What are we going to do 
But guess what? Everywhere we go. Everywhere we go. <laughs> That's good. Uh, is that what you want to do? <laughs> Hold on one second. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> you enjoyed it last week. So now we bring you from the vault door. <laughs> Another installment of the Nemeshi soldiers getting caught with the Nemeshi not participating in the march properly. I've been very hard at work naming this bit. It really doesn't have a name, but I'm trying to ramp up for a good closer, so fucking relax a little here. You know what? Stop it. Turn the reverb off. Let's just be honest. I enjoyed doing this bit last week, and I want to do it again. Oh, my God. Look, outside. Uh, remember what I said. At least take the time to let people believe. Look what's happening here. The marching down the, the street in Los Angeles. Ah, look at that. Look at that. Look at them marching. Everywhere we go. Oh. Everywhere we go. People want to know. People want to know. Who we are. I wear the boys from 27, you heard so much about. I wear the boys from 27, you heard so much about. Our mamas take their daughters in whenever we go out. Our mamas take their daughters in whenever we go out. Feels good. Feels good. Sounds good. Yes, Sergeant George. Stop singing. Stop. Stop singing, everybody. Keep marching, you dumb fucks. Sorry, sir. We will keep marching right now. Oh, yes, sir. Well, I told you to stop singing. What the fuck made you think you had the right to start marching? You fucking hunk a pile of shit. Yes, sir. We will continue marching, sir. Whatever you what say, sir. What did you say in the song when it said our mothers? Da, 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 da. What did you say? Sir, our mothers go out and we keep marching, sir. Blah, blah, blah. You pile of shit, if you stop marching one more time, I'm going to come over there and take a lead pipe and crash it over your head. I don't want the bitch to get mean. I'm going to come over there and really get in your face. Yes, sir. It's just that sometimes when the loop keeps on going, and I didn't loop at the beginning of the show, so therefore the thing ends, and then I apologize. We will keep marching, but if it stops, I apologize. Like, Let me make one thing very clear to you, G.I., you better start looping better. Yes, sir. I will keep looping better, sir. Whoa. Bring this back. Everywhere we go. Everywhere we go. People want to know. People want to know. Who we are. Who we are. So we tell them. So we tell them. I wear the boy from 27 you heard so much about. I wear the boy from 27 you heard so much about. Our mamas take their daughters in whenever we go out. Our mamas take their daughters in whenever we go out. Feels good. Sergeant! Whatever I call you, G.I., keep marching, you dumb fuck. Sir, yes, sir! When it said, my mothers take the daughters, what's that line? I have no idea, sir. You, what's that line, G.I., Jake Adams? Sir, the line is, when our mothers take our daughters, all of us go out, sir! Everybody, stop marching! Yes, sir! It's the one about the mothers? Oh, take the mothers every time we go out, sir! 
You're not formulating words, you pile of shit, and you will not look at me with disrespect. You look into my eyes, and you tell me what the mother said. Sir, in all due respect, I had a small piece of metamorphosis growing up, and therefore I have a tough time formulating words. Sir! Oh, I'm sorry, then. Yeah. I'm sorry. In all fairness, just march, but you don't have to sing. But please march. Good, good job, guys. You're, you're, you're marching nice. Good job. You can, you know what? You can march softer if you want. Don't you don't have to, to pounce down so hard. Just march softly. Oh, you can march softer if you want. Yeah, that's nice. We don't have to march everywhere like we're in such a hurry. Just have a soft... Are you, does anyone want to pull over and get some flip-flops? <laughs> Excuse me. Excuse me. Sir. Yes, sir. Sir, is there more soup? Yes, sir. We have more soup. Sir. Would you like matzo ball soup, sir? Or lentil, sir? <laughs> sir, would you like corn soup, sir? Sir, would you like tomato soup, sir? Sir, we have many varieties of soup, sir. What kind of soup would you like, sir? I want to thank you very much. I am looking for something. What? A, what? A, I had so much fun. I what really are you looking did. for? Basil <laughs> soup, sir. No, I'm not. I'm looking to say, when I was young, I always dreamed of having a podcast. I really did. Thank you, everybody. Oh yeah, this is, was a this is a true story. I lied. This was my first memory. Thank you, Steve. Goodbye. Thank you, Nick. Thank you, Jake Adams. And thank you, Aristotle. Listen to what the song says. Pause the song. What did you want to say? Thank you, Lyricist Joe. Thank you, Lyricist Joe. You know, I know he listens to the show, and we get to a point like this, then you have the decency. It makes me, it puts me shameful Yeah. Uh, to say, yes, yeah. thank you. Thank you, Lyricist By the way, that's Lynn Shore that's singing this song, you well, pile of you, shit. Thank you, Lynn Shore, as well. Yeah, I hope he's listening, Lynn Shore, and, that, and he hears you giving... <laughs> Look, there's no... There's no they're, they're, what if they had a fighting Do you match think we should have Lynn Shore and Jingle Joe make each other jingles? Yeah. To stop this feud? <laughs> this feud? Or should we have them fight to the death? <laughs> <laughs> should we have them fight to the death? That's the most barbaric podcast. Come see Lynn Shore. Musical brilliance uh, in the ring with... That's right, ladies and gentlemen... In the ring with Lyricist Joe. And this corner weighing in at a hundred and... Uh, how does he have it written here? A hundred and another hundred and fifty. It's two fifty, you fat fuck. Is Mr. Lynn Shore. He's not two fifty. But it's funny, I think. Funnier in 
no, you know what? Turn that to pause it. I think we're going to ride out of here and show that song the respect it deserves. This song is my life. Remember when I said that my memory, this was my first memory. This was your first memory. And this memory, I swear to God, this is what I'm so glad we have a say for it, especially when we're riding out of here on this. I swear to God, this was my first memory. I think my mom told me, all I remember is the house. I said, this is the house I lived in. This is it. I was naming everything. She was, Todd, you were one and a half. One and a half. What kind of house was it? Was it a nice house? Yeah, we had a nice house in the neighborhood. We had a nice... Ooh. Oh, you... Did it have a chimney? <laughs> well, we didn't have a circle driveway, but we did have a nice house. <laughs> okay. One and a half years old. When I was a little boy, I dreamed of having a podcast. Huh, the huh. only dream I'd ever known. All I ever wanted, yeah, I wanted a podcast. Now I've got my own show, and it gets better every day. And it gets funnier in every way. And it gets deeper, that I can say. Now leaving Nerdist.com.